0: Welcome to Speaking of Strong Style, where we discuss the news, issues, and events surrounding New Japan Pro Wrestling. I am Stephen Conway. With me, as always, Jeremy Feinstone. As we say, we have a special guest this week. This is part one of our two-part Wrestle Kingdom Week preview. We are going live today and tomorrow at this same time, because there's just too much to get into in just one week. There are a lot of events going on. And of course, besides the events, we have things that involve New Japan. Besides Wrestle Kingdom, there's... Uh, stardom events. There are uh, NOAA events uh, that all tie in to the New Japan canon, but probably the biggest news of the week. We have a new president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it is Hiroshi Tanahashi. So what a week this is going up to the absolute biggest event of the year. So with that in mind, we enlisted a little bit of help. We have Scott Edwards, who is one of the premier uh, Joshi experts on earth and uh we're very lucky to have him here with Fight Game Media and a lot of other places he has his own five star Joshi show he has stardom uh stardom road which i've been listening to learning about the history of the company so we are thrilled to have you here Scott thank you for joining us and uh with all this going on Tanahashi uh the big shows this week it's it's just kind of overwhelming how have you been drinking it in on the eve of Dream queendom tomorrow one of stardom's biggest events of the year
1: it's time to buckle in. That's that's how I'm feeling. It's uh, yes. time to. I've gotten all the content done. Now it's just time to enjoy uh, the wrestling <laughs> part of it, which I think is uh, almost forgotten with the big three <laughs> weeks coming up. You know, but uh, I'm very excited. Every single show we're talking about today, I plan to watch in okay. full form. Uh, it's my favorite
0: time of the year
1: in professional wrestling. I can't complain.
0: Yeah, it's really wonderful, and we're going to be watching a lot of excellent. Excellent wrestling. We are talking some of the best workers in the world in some of the biggest matches against other top stars on the biggest events for the biggest titles. You really can't ask for a whole lot more than what we're going to be getting over the course of the next week. And Brad has a nice compliment for us, three of my favorite Puro voices on one show. Thanks, Brad. We're very glad you're here. And of course, Jeremy, you know, this is one time, (laughs) this is one time, Jeremy, where I was glad news dropped the day after we recorded. Because right? I am I am glad we had a few days to digest the whole idea of Hiroshi sure. Tanahashi as the new Japan president. It kind of came out of the blue. Not kind of. It came out of the blue. I don't think anyone had this on the bingo card that it was going to happen. And now that you've had a few days to drink in this idea of the ace also being president and director, representative director. Sure. Initial thoughts. I mean, were were you as stunned as I was when this came out? I mean, uh, Tanahashi's always been a place of prominence within New Japan, but president of the company was a bit of a shock.
2: I was literally like, "What the actual fuck is happening? Is this like (laughs) is this a joke? Is this like is this some part of like uh like gamesmanship press release before Wrestle Kingdom to like juice some advertisement?" Like, no, it was just the court. The company met. They're like. Money was down this year. They're like Tanahashi was the answer. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's see what he's got. Uh, I am, I am 100 on board with this. I am ready for it. Let the Tanahashi era, the the three H's in the Hiroshi Tanahashi <laughs> era begin. Uh, He is going to be really supreme in Japan.
0: <laughs> and let's take a look at exactly what this was. That now Tanahashi was announced as president. Uh, Obari uh, is stepping down uh, resigning as it, as it turns out there, uh, though not, we're not really sure if he was resigned or if he he actually did want to step down from the, from the job, but a couple of things that were very interesting about this. And of course the biggest one is that they named Tanahashi as the president, but, uh, Hitoshi Matsumoto, excuse me, uh, Hitoshi Matsumoto chief of business production at TV Asahi is also a director. So there's somebody involved with, uh, their primary television outlet, uh, in a high position with the company. And this part jumped right out at me, Scott, I'm sure it did for you too. Taro Okada, the president and CEO of Road Fight, who was recently kind of put in charge of the stardom end of things, is also a director on a part-time basis. And the part that, that immediately came to mind for me is that maybe the idea here is to have more of a liaison between the two companies and an improved version of the uh stumbling out of the gate cooperation we've seen between new japan and stardom I, I don't think okada being there is anything short of a signal that they want a little bit more synergy between the two don't you think otherwise why do that
1: yeah that was my first thought i mean after the initial oh tanahashi like i didn't look at anything else i'm not gonna lie when, Tana, <laughs> when, I, when tanahashi was announced i couldn't focus on anything else yeah cool. i know
2: Kind of the hook, right? <laughs> yes.
1: Someone gave me a D uh someone DM'd me and they're like, Oh yeah, do you also know that like <laughs> the the guy that just took over Boosh Fight is also working for them? I was like, Oh hmm. no, I don't, which is obviously a big deal, and hopefully it creates more synergy between the two promotions. I think that's a must when two titles have New Japan names, um, but are not being included on New Japan cards, at least in Japan. Um also, just just before you know we get past the Tanahashi thing, you know, my first thought was, what's that? Oh wow, Kazuchika Okada's got a lot of power. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, but I, I will say when he when I saw the Tanahashi thing, I was like, wow. At least I feel a lot more confident in him sticking around. That mm-hmm. was truthfully how I felt about Okada, um, and I think for New Japan, that's maybe the most important thing in the whole wide world.
0: It's an interesting thing that in a, after a bad business year, they replaced the business guy with a wrestling guy. Now, yeah. Tanahashi isn't uh, just uh, like it's been mentioned before. Tanahashi is not some dumb jock. He graduated from a prestigious university in Japan. This is a smart man. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where how much, how much business acumen does he have? I guess we're going to find out. The key to this to me is they decided to go with somebody who has good relations with the locker room, is considered a locker room leader as the president. It tells me a little bit that maybe Bushy Road looked at this and said, we need to have a better relationship with the boys in that room. And then we need to, that there may have been fences mended that needed to be mended there in that direction. There's a lot and of so corporate
2: interference it. with the inference that I got. Yeah, so it and it maybe
0: too much, right? And yeah. and I'm looking at this, and here's the the obvious question that Brad asked. And he, but by the way, Brad, I like this. He said, I was playing a game on my iPad before bed, logged onto Twitter to see if anything was going on and saw the news. I was up for an hour reading up on it. I was wired from the news. First of all, the response to this was almost universally extraordinarily positive both from the guys that were tweeting it, which might be, you could say that's political. You can try to pass that off. But fans, people from other promotions (laughs) coming on and just like saying, this is a really good thing, guys. This is is good news. And uh, a lot of people seem to have a lot of trust that Tanahashi is at least going to have the business's best interests in mind, certainly. And, uh, you know, this does not appear to be anything of no one's inferring this is some kind of power grab. I mean, everyone seems very positive about this, which is interesting. Tanahashi is the fourth pro-wrestler to be the president of New Japan. It's not unprecedented at all. In fact, well, obviously Inoki, right? He was owner, operator, chief bottle washer, everything. And then after that, Seiji Sakaguchi. Seiji Sakaguchi was president, and Tatsumi Fujinami after him. It is, however, the first uh, wrestler to be president uh, since Road bought. It's been business guys uh, before that. And uh, just to take another look, you know, I mentioned the fourth wrestler to be president, and... The question is, what changes will Tanahashi make? And the answer is, we have no idea. And he addressed uh, the press a little bit and was very diplomatic. Didn't say a whole lot. Didn't mention any real changes. And Brad, thinks, to you, do you think President Ace eventually replaces Ghetto? Uh, you know what changes are coming? We have no idea. He said basically that uh, he wanted to sell out the Tokyo Dome. I'd imagine that's always the goal, isn't it? Uh, it's <laughs> you know to, to raise attendance. So. He was very diplomatic and just kind of saying that it's going to, we're going to try to get, you know, we want to give, put smiles on the face of the fans is really what he said. It sounded, it sounded very, very press conference, very press release y uh, rather than any real insight. He's also going to address the fans at the Tokyo Dome. So we're going to hear a little bit more there. New Japan doesn't really do radical shifts immediately. That's just not the way they've ever really done business. I don't expect any of that. I think the changes we'll see will be subtle and kind of roll in and we'll notice them a little bit later rather than some big reset. Like, okay, now everything's going to be different. We're going to do everything. Are they going to replace Ghetto? We don't know. And you know what? They're not going to tell us. They don't talk publicly about who the booker is. Because remember, New Japan kind of keeps a little bit of a notion of kayfabe going right there. There isn't some booker that they're going to announce uh, and they they don't really have a head of creative department that they can put out in a press release and they don't have to because they're not, they're not uh, uh, in the same uh, corporate structures, WWE. So uh, my thoughts on that are we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I wonder what changes are coming in terms of the schedule. We mentioned El Phantasmo last week here on this show guys said that, that tag team, the world tag league was a terribly tough schedule. It was at the 20 shows in 13 days.
2: God, that uh, the, brutal, brutal when he said it,
0: the new Japan cup apparently is going to be on a very tight schedule, but that was almost certainly planned before Tanahashi took over. That only happened a few days ago. And, you know, I, my, one of my things will be, will Tanahashi do things like putting the brakes on the schedule? And will he be the guy that goes to Bushy road or whoever's in charge of that stuff and just say, Hey guys on the style that you want us to wrestle maybe five or six days a week ain't a good idea. You know, maybe we do the same number of shows over four weeks instead of three and put some off days in, you know, maybe some of those changes, some of those more wrestler friendly things. And like, you know, try to minimize these injuries, ease up on the, the wear and tear. That's the first thing I thought of is now we have a guy who might be able to be in a position of authority, go to the higher up suits and say, this is what would be best for the wrestlers, which would therefore create a better show, which would therefore help everybody, and maybe that's what Bushi Road felt they needed. Go ahead, Scott. I um,
1: It's funny you bring up scheduling. Uh Taro Kata obviously has been placed into one company, or ahead of, or um, let me let me rephrase. Uh, to push one promotion under Bushiro to ease up on scheduling. Uh, so maybe that's also part of his job now here in New Japan to readjust scheduling. I, I will say on him before uh, we, you know we get more into the tanahashi aspect and him you know kind of speaking for the roster which I think is a great person to have in the room at all times. You know, I think that's something that's necessary anyways in wrestling these days, just because I'm not saying that wrestlers should be booking their own matches or anything, but wrestlers should be able to have a voice and say, hey, we're getting banged up. Hey we're getting you know we're this is tough. You know, this mm-hmm. is tough and especially uh after the past couple of years I know These two companies in Bushi Road, you know, they're top two companies in Japan, but they're trying to make up for money with more shows, and it's like, not everyone's taking nights off, you know, Um, you know, there's there's the Naitos and stuff that happily take nights off, but he has to, he's not, (laughs) he doesn't have the uh, ability to not take nights off, but I think that's very important. I think they, that's part of the reason Taro Okada. Is now part of New Japan as well. Hopefully, is to ease these schedules and to really work for in favor of the roster. Because to me, if you're not, if you don't have roster members around, if you don't have your key contributors around all the time Mm -hmm. because they get banged up or whatever, that's not going to help business at the end of the day. If you have to, you know, if you have to cut what will ultimately not be that many shows from our knowledge, it'll be okay. You know, New Japan takes off gaps, and then they run like a week in a in a row. Right? They'll run like six shows in seven days. and It's like, all right, well, you see that week that we took off? Let's sprinkle it in instead. You don't want them to get banged up. And I think uh, El Fantasma, you know, saying that really puts a highlight of what these guys go through that we don't probably notice because we're just watching the shows. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, in hindsight, when you're thinking about the schedule from the G1 till now, and you had some of the mid-level to uh, upper main event guys there for most of the time, but uh, Okada wasn't there all the time. He would come Mm -hmm. in and do some match setups before they would do the six-man match, uh, some at the end of these tours. Then you would have like World Tag League... And the Super Junior Tag League. But while they were there, you'd almost see the gap in the roster management uh, mm. for for New Japan. Because it was just, it was so dense at the Super Junior level. But even the undercard, just, it didn't have the star power. And when they're trying to get people to show up to these cards, unfortunately you do need more of that star power. Sonata wasn't the star power that they could get the people to the seats. And Naito wasn't there with the eye surgery. Desperado was out with uh, injury. So it, it's like, where do you find that depth and that management? You're also sending guys to the States for these strong shows throughout October and November. And you're not using that full roster. You're using the key guys from the main show. There's a, there's a point where everything bends. And then there's a point where it all kind of breaks. And when you're being aggressive, trying to get that, um, trying to get people back to sell at the Tokyo Dome, which is what Tanahashi has stated. He wants wants to sell at the Tokyo Dome again. He wants to have long-term storytelling that's going three years with the generational talent that he has now. So you have to manage the roster in a right way. You have to manage your events so that the expectation of the crowd is met but you're not killing your talent, and I think having a president like Tanahashi there is going to mitigate that a lot.
0: And we'll just have to see, like, if he listens to the folks in the locker room about uh, other things. Like, El Phantasmo mentioned that he didn't feel like the junior heavyweight division got the respect it deserves, and for the most part, I think that's that's been fairly true with this uh, current, the excuse me, not current anymore, past administration that maybe that they were uh, treating that a little bit lightly, so. You know, we don't know. We're just going to have to see what Tanahashi does. We're going to see it in the ring. It's it's a quieter well, company in that sense. They aren't going to be making... What I'm saying is don't look for a ton of public pronouncements of here is all this stuff that's changing. We're going to have to read the tea leaves.
2: I followed ELP after on Twitter after all this, Etz, and he, he was a firm big fan of uh, Tanahashi. He was out yeah. there and he was like, go it. So He was one of many that were making the public decoration. So definitely... Mm-hmm. Definitely, like you said, the the public pronunciations are positive. Anyone making complaints is probably going to be behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll just have to wait and see. And I'm very curious to hear what he says about it at the Tokyo Dome. He says he's going to continue as an active wrestler. He had already been slowing down a little bit. He wasn't doing all the shows, uh, although he was still doing quite a few. He was still doing quite a few. Uh, But uh, that's a job that people have have done while an active wrestler before it, it has happened. So, uh, it, you know, Fujinami was a pretty active wrestler when he was, when he was president there. And uh, certainly am, Inoki Inoki, which Inoki was headlining everything back then. So
2: I am also very curious how this will affect the AEW relationship in sure. terms of the give and take, because I think Tanahashi will be friendly with AEW, but at the same time will protect the interests of new Japan And the way that its talents are booked with a little bit more of a backbone than somebody coming in and working a corporate relationship with Tony Khan and figuring it out that way. And then ghetto kind of be like, ah, well, this this is what they have to do. So we'll figure it out. I feel like that dichotomy might shift a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's gonna be very let's get some comments over here because Dunstan Williams is here. Dunstan, hello. Uh, he says, I'm interested on in if we can tell any changes to New Japan with Tana in charge, uh, like Hunter, who took over the booking. Uh, we don't know that he's taking over booking. You know, the ghetto might keep his job, yeah, right? There. I mean, that, there's nothing that says ghetto's been the booker through several presidents, and he's been booker, I think, since 2010 or 2011. It's well, gonna
2: be overview stuff. He's gonna be like, This is what we need to aim for and ghetto booking plans will be tailored towards the overall goals of what the, the promotion mm-hmm. is ideal. But again, it's still going to be doing the match layout and all that, right?
0: As far as we know, but Tanahashi uh, is considered one of the best there is at putting a match together. So uh, if he has a little bit more uh, influence on that, uh, now that he's president, I don't think that'll be a bad thing at all. Should it, what should a tana avoid, uh, to change or not repeat from former presidents. Well, I think we've covered a little bit of that. Like the relationship with AEW could use some revision. The relationship with stardom could use a little revision. I think I don't everybody to belt
2: is pullback.
0: <laughs> maybe so. Uh I would also like to see just a little bit more consistency when they do make a pronouncement. One of the things about uh Obari and then before him, both the uh New Japan women's titles, both of them, and the TV title were announced as. Something other than what they turned out to be. Uh, the, the, you know, the TV title was supposed to be for young wrestlers. I'm not complaining about Zack Saber Jr.'s title reign. I, he's been fantastic. His matches have been great. But when they introduced that title, this is going to be for younger guys. The title matches are going to be in towns that don't always get title matches. That's something that Tanahashi did bring up. That there's been a little bit too much sameness as far as where title matches happen to the point that maybe the big towns are kind of you know the the effect has worn off a little bit and then the small towns just saying are just getting six-man main events that don't mean a whole lot in the canon uh that's something that you know if you want to go to these smaller towns give them a little something you know but that was the tv title was going to do that and then it never did uh you know we talked about what you know the IWGP women's title was going to be a part of these big shows you know we were thinking Wrestle Kingdom and Dominion and maybe King of Pro Wrestling was going to have a title match on it with the women and then it well, we've seen what hasn't happened with that, and so you know, I, I would I would like it if they maybe stuck with the plan a little bit. You know, if, uh, on those uh, occasions, maybe Tanahashi can help with that. Maybe he can be the guy that says, "Look, we told the fans this. We we planned this out. This is what we had in mind." Injuries are always going to be a factor in that kind of stuff, no question. But uh, I, I uh, for as far as avoiding things that he could avoid, avoid breaking your promises. That'll always help with fans.
2: Jeremy. yeah I, I mean we pretty much covered all of it um there's a lot of it is wait and see but i think i think this is a good thing and i'm gonna and i'm going to continue operating that this is probably in the long term probably one of the best decisions new japan is probably going to make for a club for the foreseeable future
0: here you is here. Uh, here you says NJPW and stardom both need to scale back on their schedules. Quality of life for the talent is better than quantity. Well, I think we all agree. If, if not, that just space them out a little bit better, especially with new Japan, which will take those chunks of time off. And then all of a sudden run the guys absolutely ragged. Uh, and you then, you know uh, what
1: Tanahashi should do? This Let's is here. very, this is, this is just me needing someone to tell Gato this push the younger talent. Yeah. Enough enough of waiting there's no reason to wait anymore yeah like i know now that i that absolutely ma- agree i know they have matches on wrestle kingdom i get that but they should be higher on the card there's no reason no reason with will osprey leaving and now in a three-way match that shota umano shouldn't be champion right now there's no reason you can't convince me there's no reason truthfully that yoda suji shouldn't be champion right now mm-hmm. You know what? They decided what they wanted. They want Sonata and Naito. That's fine. That's 18 years of history. I'm okay with that. But the young guys need to be pushed in 2024. No more G1 where all of them are in the same block
0: and none of them advance and none of them get anywhere. I don't want Mm -hmm. that anymore. And that's a fair point. And I I tell you what, maybe Tanahashi can – help a little bit with some of the safety blanket aspects of, you know, like, you know, I, I, we've called Okada the safety blanket where you can always just put him back on top. If you get scared about something, you know, I know that they want this one last run for Naito and th- it'll probably work because the last run for Tanahashi, when he came, when he won G1, then beat Kenny Omega, great matches. All of it was great. It was a great feel good story. And then they moved on to something else. Not terribly long after that. Tana didn't hold the title all that long uh, that time. I don't know what they're going to do with Naito, but perhaps this whole thing of the youth movement, I think is very strong. They, they named them, the other guys named them the Ray with three Musketeers. There's four of them. Uemura's right in there with those guys. <laughs> and uh, it's a matter of, I think it's time for, I think the fans want it. That's the thing. When I look at the response to Shota and Suji and Uemura and Narita as this heel character who's getting real heat. Now, I, I think the fans are ready to root for new people. And, Okada is always going to be the emeritus, you know, the 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 hero emeritus. Uh, Naito is always going to be a big star, and I think people want that roll call. So again, I don't have a problem with this main event and one more run for Naito, but I do feel it needs to be one more, and then after that, maybe have Okada or whoever as the mountain for these guys to climb. But it's it's it is time, absolutely, for a little bit of new blood on top because. Seeing them stall out in G one right there, uh, I agree with you, Scott. I think it interrupted some momentum uh, from crowds that sound ready to go nuts for these guys. Reality's about to kick in for New Japan.
1: Osprey's not going to be around anymore. You can't count on the Danielsons every year to like a Danielson or Kenny to come in and be a big match on Wrestle Kingdom. You just can't count on that. What you can count on is your talent, your guys. That's the biggest thing. And by the time Wrestle Kingdom uh, 19 comes around, I want to see all those guys be in spots that help sell out the Tokyo Dome and make people want to see that. I'm not saying you need to run Yoda Suji versus Shota Umino for the world title next year in the main event. I'm just saying that they need to be up the card. and Whatever this global title is supposed to be, Maybe that's what they're wrestling for. Maybe one of them's wrestling Okada, right? Like this is these are the things you have to do because Naito doesn't have a lot of time left. It's just Mm -hmm. the truth. Sure, he'll be there, but that man's breaking down more and more. Tanahashi's president now. He could, you know, he's he's not going to wrestle forever, though. He did say he wanted to be IWGP World Champion this year, uh, this upcoming year. Just saying. Um, And that's just just how I feel about New Japan as a whole, and that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, for every for every company in Japan right now, the two Bushiroad companies have the best young talent to push right now. Mm-hmm. To push right now, one of them is doing it. The other one, I know New Japan can, and I think they're going to, but I need to see it.
0: And Brad mentions this. I think we might see less Americanized style booking like HOT interference and things like that. I think Tana will want to clean that up. We'll find out. We'll see how it goes. Uh, that's from Brad. Oh my gosh. And Evil got to wrestle again. That'd be so cool. He's pretty he's pretty good. He's a good he wrestler. Is. He, <laughs> he should wrestle. So's Kanamaro, you know, so's Renarina. You know, everyone except Ujiro, Ujiro could use the house of torture stuff. Uh, but the rest good of the manager
1: you know, being a little, you know, jerk you know, yeah. on the
0: outside, like that's fine. <laughs> Dunstan mentions I think it's more beneficial to them to have fewer U.S. shows. Uh, uh, Well, you know, we'll see. Maybe they have
1: less than they have now?
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty much either do less. You know, if you're doing less, just leave. Just don't do them anymore. They're not doing a whole ton. Uh, Maybe one or every other month or so on average, I think, right? Every month. But uh, you know, it's... uh, Well, you know, again, I keep saying it. We'll have to see. We're going to have to read tea leaves, though. There won't be these uh, giant announcements, but uh, it will be entertaining to see how this turns out. And another thing I wanted to mention, too, about the young talent, with the weak yen compared to the U.S. dollar, getting top-level foreign stars is going to be more difficult until that kind of evens out. Mm -hmm. And now is another reason why that young talent becomes all the more important because you can't just import uh, American stars all the time, the AEW relationship, if you keep that strong can help by bringing in these guys, uh, for special events that that could help. Yes. Uh, but, uh, if you just want, uh, an idea of, you know, guys that are in Japan, full-time foreign wrestlers, it's if AEW and WWE comes after them, it's hard for them to say, no, they can pay them more. And, uh, until the end strengthens a little bit, then maybe, looking internally and pushing some new guys is yet yeah, it's another reason to do that. It's, it might work out better financially than uh, breaking the bank to bring Americans in who are 30% more expensive than they were just a few years ago. Yep. Absolutely. And I, th- I think they're going to learn that.
1: I think they're learning that now, you know, if you, if you want to bring in international talent, you got to go for these kind of unrecognized guys. Yeah. Now, Right, Cal Newman, for example, you kind of have to make them your own in many ways, and, and that's kind of what they did with Osprey, he yes. became their guy, right? Yeah. And Jay White I know Jay White went through their system, so he's a little bit different, but he was their guy first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you can't always count on these international stars, I think that's what they're going to start doing again, and I, I think I welcome that. It's there's growing pains with that, right? That you're not gonna have Cal Newman's not gonna be a main eventer tomorrow. But if you give him shots like the Ishii match,
0: it's go it's going to get there. Boy, was that great. Man, did he really do a good job in that? Uh and it, I mean, Ishii's a god, it just proves it again. To like that to have that kind of a good great match with uh with Newman, that guy can do anything. So, but yeah, that's he, he definitely helped himself out right there. So, of course, they also joined this uh new alliance that we we didn't mention it last week. We've gotten into so many other things, but Tanahashi is going to be part of this. That uh, New Japan, Stardom, All Japan, Noah, DDT, Gambare, Big Japan, Dragon Gate. And Tokyo Joshi Pro, Scott, TJPW, uh, a little Yeah, it's psychotic. just want everyone to know that. Like, <laughs> on a Joshi level, that is absolutely wild. That one blew my mind. When I saw that one, I just said, TJPW, no kidding. Wow. So they, I didn't know anyone had their number. You, um, you know what I
1: read that as? New Japan uh, said so, and then no one has the choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seji Gucci is the founding chair of this. And really, the point of this is going to be, for, uh, their mission statement is to further the presence presence of pro-wrestling and its cultural merit in Japanese society at large allow professional wrestling to contribute further to cultural and sporting sectors and work toward continued health and prosperity of the industry. So it's an industry group. And there are a lot of these in various forms of entertainment and things, uh, and other things, businesses. Uh, so I think this is a smart idea, guys, that we're, gonna, I just want to mention this because uh, of course, you know, Tanahashi part of it. New Japan seems to be leading this in a way because the offices are in the New Japan offices and, uh, this seems to be a thing where I think the pandemic scared the pants off of everybody. And what they ended up doing was having twenty points of contact. Every other company was dealing with every prefecture and every uh, local government to try to come up with rules and regulations and a system that would work. And I think what they want to do as much as anything is have one point of contact where if there is a crisis or if there or, or not even necessarily a crisis, but further it culturally, like if we're talking about, You know, some major festivals, maybe having a pro wrestling presence at those. But now there's one group they can call that can speak for not everybody, but most people. You look at that list, that's most of the major promotions in Japan. So if there's another uh, pandemic or crisis at any time, all these companies can put together a plan and work with the government. And then it's all done at once instead of these poor government officials getting 30 calls from 30 different companies trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, so, and so
2: they got a lobbyist group.
0: They got a lobbyist group, and they also can do things like the, the they're going to do a promo, an interpromotional show, I guess, probably mostly to pay for the letterhead or whatever sure. else, <laughs> their attorney fees yeah. uh, through all this. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be some of that. I think it's going to be more of a lobbyist uh, group. Interest or,
2: protection and, and, uh, yeah. and advisement group. Politically speaking,
0: <laughs> but it's probably a smart thing to do, right? I mean, yeah, we, we saw that it was it was it was just chaos in the Wild West there for a long time and everybody did it a little bit differently. And uh, I think a lot more can get done if they work together in this and just say, OK, this is this is our plan. What do you what does the government? Do? And if so, then accounts for all these groups. I, I think that's just, you know, taking a lot of steps, unnecessary yeah. steps out of the equation seems healthy. To me. It's
1: always notable who isn't included by the way um yes it is I, you know it's funny when i when this was announced i said oh you know this is like to avoid like anyone from outside coming in and like you know maybe messing with them and then it's All not Japan a national red wrestling Ha! Alliance. nxt buddy
0: yeah it's, <laughs> this is this is not them trying to form the national wrestling alliance and divide up into territories that's not what this is that's, no that's just, no god that's no that was, was that'd be pretty funny though it would be. Yeah. 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 Mission Mich- Pro left and left Sendai on. Girls are like the Sendai Girls and Mission Pro are like we're already territory. Kyushu's are like we're a territory, you know, like we already have that. None, none of them are into it though. Diana's not there. The Ice Ribbon's not there. That's interesting. The big one that I noticed was Gleet, which Gleet, know, kind yeah. of tells me how much people don't like them. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the Brad. Don't let the WWE get their claws dug into Japan like oh. they did in the UK group.
2: Uh, All know, Japan
1: didn't listen, so
2: I mean, uh, you know they see an opportunity, and we'll get to it. Um, I got a question for you, Stephen. Before we go forward, we have a fork in the road here. Do you want to recap the last road to New Japan? Touch on any stuff, or do you want to go right to start?
0: I think we can go right into start. I mean, I think that was quite a ways ago, and uh, I think we're uh, we're on to this uh, Wrestle Kingdom week, don't you? I mean, I think that that's amazing. Yeah, the
2: only two things I would say, I think you mentioned it already, that Callum Newman versus Tomohiro Shi match. In mm, a match fantastic. that you definitely need to go out of your way to watch. Uh, a fantastic match. And uh there was an angle in the uh in the uh Clark Connors, thriller Maloney versus catch two two, where uh you know TJP got put into a coffin and he may be reborn like biker taker into the undertaker. We're gonna get the under TJP coming soon. Is he gonna be su- is he
1: gonna be suicide?
2: Maybe mm, that'd be sick. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we heard could, it here first everybody <laughs> yeah it looks
0: like they're doing something in that direction and of course yeah uh ua mora pinned yoda suji in order to yeah. get his singles match which we're going to go over at wrestle kingdom right there which i think we all saw coming because that's all they talked about was that i'm going to get a win by the end of the year suji says no you aren't and they neither one of them's on the wrestle kingdom card so it wasn't too hard to figure out where they were going with that one that was some
2: a surprisingly fun show to cap off the year before wrestle kingdom but to go home but uh yo, those, those were the those were the key takeaways and uh yeah. definitely fun stuff. So um, yeah. Scott, there are stardom slides down there. Okay. I'm gonna let you handle that from here on out.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Let me uh let me make sure this is in order, shall I? Yeah, um, absolutely. Start with the top i just realized I, I forgot to put a match slide in here actually um but yeah i'll, I'll handle the slides i'll let Stephen kind of take over
0: obviously because you know he's the host <laughs> so do you want to start at the bottom of the card and work toward the main or yeah backwards?
1: i mean bottom's quick you know it's bottom's
0: quick so we start bottom. we're starting off with a four-way tag team match uh, according to the lineup that i saw here and it's uh Queen's Quest, which is Hina and Lady C. Uh, the the Bari Bari Bombers, Mai Sakurai and Tekla. That's from the Donna Del Mundo group. Uh, we have Yuna Mizumori and Saki in there. Uh, Saki, we don't get to see her too often. And God's Eye of Amisore and Saki Kashima. So that's going to be a little bit of a showcase. Sort of a get a lot of people on the card match here, Scott. Is that the way you're interpreting? In, interpreting? That's a new word I just made up. Interpreting this. Yeah,
1: it's a way to not do a battle royal. So I'm okay <laughs> with it. I, I'm very sick of <laughs> opening show battle royals.
0: What What are we so. gonna do about the machines though? Super strong machine and super. Well,
1: yeah, exactly. That's the that's the solution. I don't have them at all. Um, <laughs> I, I will say there's a match before this that they added very late. It's kind of the rookie showcase. Yeah. Um, it's Miyu Amasaki, Azusa Naba, who actually doesn't belong to startup, but it's pretty cool that she gets to be on there. And Yuzuki versus Rana Yagami and. Uh, Sayaka Carrara both of which just debuted at New Blood as well as Hanako so it's kind of the rookie showcase a look into Stardom's future Uh, that should be really good this is this is every bit of trying to get everybody on the card that is my best way to say this match Uh, it probably doesn't matter who wins truthfully unfortunately I don't think anyone here is getting a title shot but I will say that Saki this is the first time she's around since earlier in the year which is kind of seen throughout this card a little bit of yeah. people kind of making their returns um but this isn't going to this isn't the match you're you, you know you're watching the show for I'll, I'll no start, sure
0: I'll that. but i'll tell you what that rookie thing like you mentioned right there i haven't had a chance to see the two debuts yet i don't think that's dropped on stardom world yet uh but uh or maybe it has and i just haven't done youtube to catch it's, it's on, on YouTube. youtube pardon me uh but uh yuzuki and I mean, Hanako has been doing pretty well for a couple of months now. Yuzuki looks like a prodigy to me. I mean, 18 years yeah. old, she's been, she is, uh, what, has around a dozen matches and she's been uh, excellent.
1: She is someone that they're very excited about. They were very excited about her before she even debuted. So I think that should tell you um i'm sorry Just move to the next match that should tell you a bit about how excited they are for her they're starting the year off with their first show with a rookie of the year tournament it's been a few years since they held one of those and the last person to win that was saya kamitani
0: so yeah whatever she do a,
1: there's a lot of uh necessary need for yeah. that
0: yeah definitely Venkin says i'm surprised Saki's back uh like it's surprising with all the cosmic angels injuries they didn't call in more colors in there Yeah, well, I... injured yeah, a lot of them are, yeah, everybody's heard of basically, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, uh, Rana is incredibly impressive, her match with Shuri was awesome, that came from Brad. Uh, oh, yeah, she's that. also the future
1: of, I I said a few weeks ago about Yuzuki, I'm not trying to, over, you know, I'm not trying to go overboard, but she's the future of pro wrestling, I would say the same about Rana, I think she's, wow. uh, she has the Shuri aspects like she does some mma does some kicks i think that's a great mix to add to um the future of stardom which of course kind of continues here in this next match
0: yeah but before we move on to that Scott, uh, just a question that i i honestly don't know the answer to who who's doing the training in the stardom dojo that's churning out these prodigies lately um
1: it, it was milano uh he but there was an interview recently uh, that he said that like they're barely training because they're running so many, they've been running so many shows that like they get like one or two training days a month at this stage. So it's really down to the roster training with everyone. Um, but that is the roster has a lot of, once you join a group, that's really who's training together, truthfully. So the rookies, I, I think it's still Milano, but we'll see more in the coming, uh, months I think of how much they get to train. But these these talent these rookies are a great class. It's been a while, so it's very
0: exciting. It's uh we got our dad joke of the day from Brad. If Rana turns heel and joins a Tai, tie, she's poison Rana.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: I've already I've already heard from people that she should be the Oedo Tai's next leader. Well, not the next leader, but a leader down the line. Uh,
0: big uh, big expectations out. for her. We, are, we yeah. already have the we already have the pink devil as the future of Oedo Tai. Listen, I, if
1: you're uh, young and in Stardom, you don't have much time to wait around. Like this isn't you
0: know. <laughs> no, that's true. You know, we got a twenty-one-year-old in the here. main event. well, she twenty? No, she's twenty-one. Suzu is. She? Yeah, she twenty-one yeah. in the main event. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, in this one, we have Seven Up, Nanai, and you uh, teaming with Azumi. Uh, and then uh, they're going up against uh, May Sarah, who's quickly becoming one of my favorites in the entire company, uh, Mina Shirokawa, and uh, Shuri in a real kind of a jumble tag team. This is not, uh, we don't see a whole lot of. Uh, well, I mean, not all these people are in different groups. I mean, we've got a little bit of representation yeah. from almost everyone in here. So uh, interesting six woman tag, but again, it's uh, it's it's just kind of a jumble of people that didn't mm-hmm. have a match before.
1: Kind of an all star tag. Uh, this is your this is your signature undercard match of the night, I think. If they if they get any sort of time, they could put together something really great. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see. As me and May Sarah, obviously. Um, I just actually released an article about May Sarah over on voice It's the one article I wrote this year, or in a very long time, that I'm actually proud mm-hmm. of. So uh she's she's just been fantastic. She's been yeah. everything and more that they could have asked for. And seven up reforming out of nowhere has been odd. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh you know, you got a little super team though on the
0: right, but mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that group. It's really fabulous. Uh, Venkin's wondering. I wonder how Ozmi feels about this Suzu push because they're the same age. Well, you know, it's. Uh, I, I'm not exactly Starlight sure. W- probably feels. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really not sure what Rossi is waiting for on Ozmi and Starlight. I, I that is one thing I would love to just pick his brain on. It's just like why not go with these two? Like they're every time they're in, and I'm not just talking about with each other, but uh, these two are pretty much magic. So I, I don't know why they're still stuck in the mid card. Suzu's a, uh, I mean, Suzu's a, a, a superstar. No, not arguing that at all. But uh, <laughs> it's a fair question. It's like, why is Ozumi kind of in the middle? And same with yeah. Starlight. I, I, that I like. Why aren't we pulling the trigger on those two? Because it feels like Ozumi and Suzu kind of should be pushed at the same level. To me, anyway. They could, that whole that trio could just be rivals. But I mean, there's a lot. The depth in stardom is ridiculous. But I do wonder why Ozumi, it's kind of stuck where she is.
1: I talked about this a few weeks ago on my show. There's a young core here now with Azumi, Starlight Kid, Suzu Suzuki, May, Sarah, and Hanan. The mm. oldest is Starlight Kid at 22 years old. Uh, <laughs> those are your five future stars. And truthfully, I do think that it's going to be the Suzus and Hanans that actually get the shots much more. Yep. Feels like um, it. But... 2024, this is 2024 is gonna be the first year where I really need to see them go with me and Kid. Like I was I was fine for a couple of years here. They kind of you know they had their role. Starlight Kid had a big role in 2022, uh, but she had mm-hmm. a really down year this year. As had a pretty good year. This next year is the year that they have to be elevated up the card. I need to see Asumi challenging for the wonder of stardom title. I need to see Starlight Kid back in the mix. It's very important now. Um, I'm sure they're not like angry or anything. I'm going to be like, "Oh, I'm leaving," but I think that they're ready for those opportunities.
0: Do you think Azumi and Starlight suffer a little bit from having started in Stardom so young that they've been there for years and they aren't the, they aren't new? I mean, as young as they are, they aren't new. So when you I bring in like, does like yeah, a new like a new star like Suzu goes straight to the top. She deserves yep. it. She's fantastic. I'm not arguing with it. Uh, Hanan is starting to get her push as she develops her personality and working style, and she's she feels new and exciting. She got rid of yep. the, the ruffle outfit. And now she looks more like a star. And I just wonder if sometimes like if Starlight and Azumi have been yeah. there for so long that uh, they're part of the furniture to the point that Rossi is paying more attention to the shiny new stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Azumi definitely is Because she is seen as a veteran mm-hmm. On the roster despite her age So it's like oh, we can kind of Go with you at any time Starlight Kid's an interesting one because she sells Arguably the most merch That's why you see her come up with a new hat Or mask or something Feel like every day um, I think this year After like a year and a half of being Kind of on a pedestal for stardom They, they brought her back down I think in 2024, we're going to see her get back to where she was. Uh, But I think you're definitely right, especially with Azumi, that it's almost like we know what you can do. Um, So, But that Julia
0: match should be a sign of things to come for Azumi. I think. Uh, There's some white belt discussion over here. We're going to get to that. I'm going to bring those comments back up when we get closer to it. But, uh, yeah, all right. So uh, what's the next match here?
1: Uh, Next match, we got – one second – I just want to make sure I click the right thing. Uh, we mm-hmm. have the return of Mayu Iwatani one Yay. week before she defends the I.W.G.P. Women's Championship. She'll be teaming with Stars Suzuki, Hanan, Saito against the young O.E.D. team and Fuki. Good death.
0: Yeah, uh, so we have an eight woman tag here, and uh, this one has uh, the classic Stars versus Aweido tie dynamic to it. So a little showcase for uh, some people here in this one. Uh, I-, I think Rena has come. Uh, has come a long way uh, and it was certainly Hanan has. And then you're looking at, uh, to me, the ones that are in peril in this one are probably uh, Ruwaka, Arena, and Sayaida. I think one of those uh, will probably end up eating the fall in this one, but uh, it'll be a terrific match and uh, just a lot of, a lot of talent. We've already talked about Starlight in this one. Uh, Fugikin Death is probably my guilty pleasure in wrestling. I love her act. I think it's, I think it's a riot. Uh, I, I get a, I get a good kick out of it. And, uh, the one that we all know what Iwatani is, we all know what Starlight, is, but Husky's one of the best in the world. We got to get her up there, too. I mean, I we've got all these belts, and uh, Husky really needs to be part of it. I, I just think she's phenomenal.
1: Sometimes, you know, that's the funny thing. We, we have all these belts, but we also don't have enough belts, right?
0: In, in many <laughs> ways, because
1: so ultimately, ultimately, the only belts that anyone cares about are the top two belts. Yeah, winning any other belt, I think, is not enough in this company. Um I've been one to say they need a real true mid-card belt for the likes of a Hazuki, for the likes of you know Starlight Kid and Ozmi who have been sitting around doing nothing for a little bit. I think that would do them a lot of good. The strong could have been that, but they put it on Julia. So it's like, all right, cool. That's not a mid-card belt at all. Um mm-hmm. I I think Hazuki, you know, sh- her her unfortunate status is she's retired multiple times, and now, that true. might hurt her in getting that big push, but she's the most trustworthy wrestler probably on the roster right now in terms of going out there and putting in 100% effort and just kind of raising up wherever she is. But ultimately, this match is all about getting Mayu ready for the week after.
0: Yeah. And she's got a, it's a big title defense against Shuri that we're going to talk about here uh, in a little while. But after that, we have uh, the title matches begin. And after that, it's just a parade of title matches. We have Japan time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, So we have the strong title here, which is uh, Julia against Megan Bain. And I'll tell you what, Scott, I think this is the most jeopardy Julia has been in, uh, including winning the title. I think we all knew that uh, deep down that she was going to beat Willow for this thing. She hasn't had a title defense where I just thought hmm, she might lose it yet, but they don't beat either one of these two very often, and they're very careful about how they do it. Now, my theory is that Julia is still winning this thing because they've already advertised her for San Jose, uh, mm-hmm. and so I have a feeling it's going to be a successful defense, but. Megan Bain has really blossomed, I think, in her role as the monster heel, uh, even though she, to the point that she's not even that much of a heel, the crowd's starting to chant for her, they're starting to like her. Uh, she's done well in this role, uh, certainly, and I expect this story to be Julia trying to climb this mountain, getting swatted back, getting cut off, getting a few moves in, then taking some, you know, huge power shot that flattens her again, and, and Julia just has to show the fighting spirit to overcome it. That's what I expect. And against the top women, Megan has put together some excellent matches with that structure.
1: She had a great 15-minute draw against Julia a few weeks ago, uh, about a month ago, actually, that I think pretty much earned her this title match. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: don't know if that was the original plan, but boy, oh, boy, do I think that made it happen. Um, And you know what you said, Megan Bain's gotten to a point where you know I think she's really good now and she's really solid. That must mean Tony Khan probably wants her back soon. Yeah. Um, so I think that's you know this is kind of bringing us towards the end of her run here, um, kind of a real chance for her to put on one final big showcase before probably heading back sometime in January, if I had to guess. Uh, I think Julia does overcome the mountain, the Amazon, the Megasis as they call her, <laughs> um, but uh, I think it should be a great match, and I think it has the chance to be the best New Japan Strong women's title match we've
0: seen
2: it is interesting
0: to no sorry go ahead go ahead
2: i don't have much to add but i will say i do think that new japan strong women's title is something of a regular appearing title on aew in 2024 maybe not right away maybe not january or february but come may or june that that Mm. title might be in the mix on programming a little bit more than we than we than we might think right now
1: I think that's a good shout. I think that's yeah. a good shout,
0: for
2: sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. vanken mentions wasn't Megan already in the Triangle Derby. Yeah, she's going to be. She's going to be. She's in there going with, to uh, be.
1: The Triangle yeah. Derby just happens to be one day. So it's yeah. uh, it's pretty easy to get through this time it's, around. Yeah, they're not doing the whole round-robin tournament that goes on a couple of weeks no, anymore. No, like that. because that I, I've never seen a tournament have a company sputter out the gates in a year like it did for poor stardom this year. They had some great shows, and the, ultimately the final was one of the best shows of the year for stardom. Yeah, But uh, I think for the momentum they had, it really hurt the world title picture, which, you know, Julie ultimately lost the title a few months later, which <sighs> may never get another one
0: now. So, yeah, you know. boy. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll see. We're not there yet, but well, uh, <laughs> you, you do you feel like she, you? Okay, well, let's talk. Well, you feel like she's leaving?
1: Um, I'm about 60, 40 right now. Okay, I I said, yeah, I said three years ago, she's the next EO. Like she's the next yeah. person WWE going to want. Um, so makes too much sense.
0: You don't get them as marketable as her very often. No, no, you do not. Unfortunately. <laughs> and you know, the, the thing with her, I, I, I talked about here on the show and with Jeremy a little bit, I, I, I saw her in person in, in Las Vegas. That was when, when I, I saw Julia and there is a star aura about her. That is not just in the, in the ring. Uh, I was sitting in front of uh, a couple. Uh, the, my girlfriend knows wrestling and and she doesn't follow it week to week, but she enjoys seeing it live and she goes and she understands what's going on. There was a couple behind us where it's, it's clear that it, this was the guy was the fan and the, the woman was just his date. And she couldn't have been a whole lot less interested in the show overall. <laughs> it was on her phone most of the time. And when Julia came out, she just was like, "Oh my God, who's that?" And it, it was yeah. the, this thing like it's. And then you see her in the casino, and she just and I wish I did a little bit later. And she just looks like a star. I don't know. I, yeah. it, there is an intangible to her that's has, not with everybody. And wrestling kind like to see toss
1: down aura a lot. Yeah. She yeah. has
0: aura. That she says- has aura.
1: Yeah, it's very
0: does. it's it's fascinating to see in person because not not everybody has that right there. So I, I'm not yeah. surprised that like we said that you know of course WWE is interested in her. they should be interested in any top star that comes up. Yeah, uh, just the question is, out. are they interested in coming to the United States? And maybe she's a little more uh, interested than most. So yeah, yeah,
1: I'm not I'm not completely sold yet, but uh, I would the psycho in me would love to see the challenge of stardom having to make up for her not being there but i don't want to see her go ultimately no yeah, um, yeah. but i do welcome the challenge because there's nothing that <laughs> uh, there, <laughs> there's not, hey, go ahead go scott
0: ahead. we're gonna read brad's comments a like, second for the podcast people
1: there's nothing that rossi ogawa does better than make new stars so That's i don't think he would have a tr- tough time doing so if he asked he is the single best
0: booker in the world at doing that and i you gotta
2: warn up before you put a brad comment like that up
0: well anyway, <laughs> i say I, this was just too good brad says julia was praising the japan toilets being so much more clean than the ones in the u.s and boy is that true uh, having been to japan it was it was quite startling uh i think that keeps her in stardom well you know a clean hey, restaurant hey, goes along
2: you're well. starting to get your own tower but you're gonna have your own toilet all the time
0: <laughs> let's keep let's keep in mind julia was in las vegas which is not the best example either no <laughs> so
1: a tough one.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's move on for that. That was funny, though. I appreciate that, Brett. Uh, up next, Aphrodite back from injury. Of course, they've been back for a little while now, both Utami and uh Sayakamatani. They are the goddess of stardom tag team champions against uh a team that you know. Here you go. Natsuko Tora, Momo Watanabe. Uh to me, Momo Watanabe should be the leader of a tie here, and not as a knock on Natsuko, but I just think Momo uh not a lot's happened with her since she left Queen's Quest and joined tie. Not enough, anyway. Uh, supremely talented. I don't know if they take the titles off of Aphrodite this quickly, though, Scott? What do you think?
1: I don't think so either, but there's always a little worry. <laughs> there's always a little, little worry, especially after Sayaka said in an interview that she really wants to beat the Mayu Io Shirai tag title record uh, from years ago. It's like one of those things where it's like they're either going to do that or they're going to lose them instantly. And it's like, all right, that's sick. Awesome. Um, I hope that they have the long title reign because ultimately all roads lead to Sia being World of Stardom champion uh, sometime in 2024, probably maybe probably towards the end of the year. Uh, But I would like to see these two really lean on each other, especially after the Queen's Quest story told during the summer
0: okay well let's see what we got here uh we have uh brad am i crazy thing xl can win this and continue the story of momo coming out over queen's quest no i don't think you're crazy uh, i i still think they're underdogs in that sense but no i don't think that's crazy and uh misfit wrestling podcast uh says my wild ass prediction is that saya may feel slighted that utami ditched her and queen's quest a week after they made up in that cage match well that was just a little thing to get her out of the country a little bit she was coming over here for a little while, yeah so. she wanted
1: to go to gcw don't we all i guess
0: Sorry. Oh.
2: Sorry. No, no, no,
1: I no. certainly no. don't. No, Vankin yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, says
0: Momo no longer wants to be a leader and Natsuko is a good leader, but compared to Utami, she isn't a good leader. Hmm. Okay. No. Mm. Could be. I don't know. I, I, I think I, I like Momo more than most people do, probably. I think Watanabe's... Momo's great. Uh, yeah. Momo's very underutilized. We have next the uh, wonder of stardom championship, the white belt. We have Mariah holding the white belt right there in the graphic against Sayori Anu. And, uh, you know, Anu has been a wonderful addition to stardom this year. Uh, I know that she's not a particularly a stranger to it, but uh, since coming in as a part of the Cosmic Angels, I've really enjoyed uh, her work there. If there is a title change, well, we're going to get a title change. That's the key here. The, the champions aren't in as much jeopardy as usual because we know we're going to have a new champion in the main event. Because the belt's vacant. So there isn't the pressure. Well, we got to have a title change. So Mariah could absolutely win this. Uh, but uh, this is closer to a toss-up to me. You could go with Sayori on you here for the white belt. Uh, I kind of feel like Mariah's going to defend it, though.
1: <sighs> it's interesting with Sayori. It's um, close, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's closer than I expected a rematch to be. Yeah. You know, they just did this match, but running yeah. it right back makes me think there's a possibility that Seori wins. And there's one thing to this that I think if Seori's winning the belt, it's going to Natsupoy after. And I don't think there's anything in the world that I want more than that. Yeah. So I'm almost, and I love Mirai, but I'm almost rooting for that just so Natsupoy can get the belt. Uh, mm-hmm. But Natsupoy could always beat Mirai as well. That wouldn't be a problem. Um, I think the Wonder Belt is in serious need of getting a refocus. This isn't a Mirai problem. This isn't a this is a booking thing. Like, yeah, I was really hoping that with Tam out, it would take more of a focus, and it just didn't. And it's really been out of whack since Tam won it to get it onto Mirai yeah they need to really reset in twenty twenty four with this belt because we were so spoiled with Saya reign and the the very little Mina reign that we got. We were very spoiled with those. It needs to get back to that. And if that's a new champion, so be it
0: i that that was one of the more puzzling booking decisions in stardom's year was the idea to just cut off Mina's big win at the knees the way they did right away. And I at just the hands of Tam it was it was just such a smackdown after that that story of her coming back from the injury and winning the title and all this and it was a great great story and then it was like she flew close too close to the sun and we're gonna smack Mina back down and I just don't understand why they needed they felt like they needed to do that and I, I guess it was to get the belt to Mirai, but geez have Mariah chase Mina and have a great match out of it rather than uh make Mina look like she wasn't actually that good, which seemed to be the message they were trying to send to me. I, yeah. I don't mean it. hasn't done anything since it's baffling to me because she's talented as hell. Well, well I mean, I, a lot, tag belts, I guess, but a lot of people are talented at selling star. it's a deep roster, which is another reason that is maybe WWE can make some inroads with Julia just because it is such a crowded field on top, you know, like can they, can Julia feel confident that she's going to uh, be in the mix the way she wants to. And, you know, and, make some money in us i don't know maybe that's what they can tell uh yeah let's see uh yeah and dunston thinks that anu and poi natsupoi is going to be a big money feud that could be beneficial for them next year Uh, i I will say
1: about sayori um i was told this she got a card in the new japan card game which is kind of a big deal people don't just get those so (laughs) i think some i think she may have more of a serious contract than maybe just you know being a freelancer that does date by date uh, for example, Mariah May never
0: got one, so yeah, and Mariah true. May was full time for nine months. Yeah. Uh, Misfit Wrestling Podcast, I still think Husky should have wanted from Saya in February. He also said, uh, that they aren't running that match back uh, the say the Anu Mariah match, they aren't running this back if there isn't a title change. He also said, Scott's your favorite go to guy since they blocked on Twitter. So, there you go. <laughs> uh,
1: one, thank you. Uh, <laughs> two, so uh, the thing with the rematches, I think that's what they Are trying to make you believe right yeah is that there is going to be a title change and i think that's the best feeling going into a big event like this is that it's not a hundred percent last year it was a hundred percent Sayakamatani was winning over haruka umasaki of all people this year is not that feeling that that's still the most baffling decision but i haven't let it go and i'm not going to let it go a year Mm -hmm. later this is more fitting of the big event, and I I do think that if you weren't a big fan of their 30-minute time limit draw, which I wasn't, they're going to absolutely try to steal the show on this show. They're not going to because the main event
0: is no. the biggest story of Stardom's year, but yeah. they're
1: going to try, and that's what I appreciate
0: and uh yeah but but also we got another vote for poi here brad says get the white belt on the murder pixie as soon as (laughs) (laughs) the murder pixie i enjoyed that one uh yeah so suzu suzuki and micah uh you don't really need a whole lot uh, more than that we're going to talk about her more than that but put these two in with the red belt on the line the vacant red belt been vacant since tam Nakano uh was injured and this story has been going most of the year. They have been in trios matches together, where they bickered like sisters. They have been at war against each other. Uh, I, Scott, they just had this Cork and Hall main event that was a trios match among the six people involved in the top three singles matches that we talked about. So Julia and Megan, uh, these two, uh, Anu and Marai, what a phenomenal match! And they just paired mostly. They paired off the the three singles matches inside of this trios match. Uh, These two have such a big sister, little sister want to claw each other's eyes out dynamic. That makes sense. It works. I'm all for it. I love seeing Micah in the main event of one of the biggest shows of the year. Suzu is one of the best female workers in the world. Uh, This match is probably going to blow the doors off the place.
1: There's few times that doing a rematch, At the second biggest show of the year Is acceptable This is one of those times Um, There's been no better story told In Stardom Outside of the Queen's Quest Leadership story Than this one This is is what this show is all about We've seen it in the first two years of Queendom First year was Shuri Finally getting to the top Second year was Julia Finally getting to the top This is very different though This is this match is bigger than the title. This match I think was happening whether Tam Nakano got injured or not, truthfully.
0: Yeah, you and you you, you supposed that Suzu was going to beat her and then get to this, right? I do. I think Suzu Suzuki is
1: supposed to be the world of stardom champion right now. And mm-hmm. I think this would be a defense, but things change. She is not the world of stardom champion right now. And that gives Micah as good a chance as anyone to win this. I haven't been so 50-50 on a title match in a very long time. Micah's maybe the most over wrestler right now in stardom. You listen to that cork and hall show where she won the tournament to get this match. There was no one else in that building. If you only listen to her matches, there was no one else that mattered. And I think that's exciting. And I think for once a match that isn't about the title, but the title is the prize at the end of the tunnel. That's exciting for me. This is about, this is about destroying one another. Oh, and you win a world championship. (laughs) <laughs> uh stardom going with a new world champion no matter what that is and they need a new world champion yeah the world title is very important to them in this new year and i'm happy to see whoever they pick they don't have a
0: bad choice yeah um, and you're right that that crowd is ready for this that crowd is into this story uh they're into micah and uh, i think it's going to be a really exciting atmosphere there too i uh, want to get to a couple of comments to hear with it and uh so, you know, Misfit says Micah has to finish the story. It's now or never. Uh, but that's the feeling, isn't it? That like that there's a real sense of honest anticipation for this. Uh, Brad says he's won of the title on Suzu the whole time. Micah might be the hottest wrestler around. It's not named Swerved. Uh, let's see. Dunstan, both Suzu and Micah have enough presence to be the champion and be the representative for stardom. Uh, you know, I hear you. I want Micah to have her moment. But if Suzu was supposed to be Tam and then roll with Suzu and have Micah beat Mariah for the white belt. People are into this. This is just an exciting match and an exciting moment. And uh, also, Brad, I wondered this too, Scott. Uh, Brad mentioned I wondered if whoever wins this comes out as leader of a new faction. Uh, Micah has not felt like a much of a member of DDM for a lot of the year. I know that, you know, that there was I think the trios belts for a while there, but we're even so, we're without her, but. And she was teaming with May, Sarah, and Suzu for as long as she was teaming with DDM. I mean, do you sense maybe there's a shift coming that, uh, in that sense?
1: I think there's a lot of shift coming. You have a lot of people that aren't part of factions, including uh, Crazy Star, Suzu, and May, Sarah, who are kind of like I've, I don't know. Last time I saw two people free for this long, yeah, like usually by now. Um, they've been added to a faction, but I will say this about the main event before we move on. Cause we have a lot to talk
0: about this <laughs> video. Yes,
1: this is the most debated, highly anticipated, um, match I've seen in quite some time for Starm definitely the most debated. Um, I, I didn't find the Tam and Julia. I've seen that a million times. Um just be just being honest, like that they just had a lot more history to go off of. Um for me, this is this is the most no one no one can agree necessarily on who should win, and I think that's exciting. Mm -hmm. I think it is. I've come to terms where I went from Susan needs to be the next champion to they don't have a bad choice, and I'm gonna be happy with either choice because it's gonna be the right choice, I think. Um, I think both of them. here's the thing if micah doesn't win i don't know if she's going to be world of stardom champion ever if susan doesn't win i know she's going to be so that's a big important part of this puzzle but it should be a lot of fun i realize we have about a million other shows to get through so i'm going to (laughs) stop talking now uh but i will i will say to just bring in the new japan aspect of this yeah um this is happening right before wrestle kingdom It'll be Mayu defending the IWGP women's title against Shuri. This is the match I pitched last year in April when Mayu won the title for Dominion, folks. I pitched it for Dominion. Little did I know we weren't going to do that anymore. Uh, So I'm happy we're getting it now on the first ever Ittian Stardom Gate. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a great match. Um, They're going to do their best to steal the show right before Wrestle Kingdom, which I think is a lot of fun. So, definitely watch that. And as the graphic says, if you're watching the video, Five Star Joe's show with me. I'm going live tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, to review Stardom Dream Queendom right here on the YouTube channel. You do not want to miss it. Going to have guests, going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I have my pay-per-view purchased. I, I did that today, so I will be watching this show, uh, Dream Queendom, as soon as I wake up tomorrow. And, Scott, thank you for walking us through the card. And uh, you're going to stick around for the rest of this discussion, too, because there's a lot to talk about. But uh, I, I'm really excited about it. I think, I think it's fabulous. And You know, Micah, it, not winning the world title ever would, would kind of make her the Ishii of stardom in a way of somebody who's just great. You can yeah. always put them in a match, and it's fantastic every time. But not quite on that level. So, uh, just as I would have liked to see uh, somewhere fit in a a title run for Ishii, I, I'm kind of hoping. I mean, I'm not going to complain if Suzu wins, but I'm going to be kind of rooting for Micah. That's just my yeah. my my emotions on that. I think going that's into where a match.
1: lot of people have ended up. Truthfully,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Jeremy, uh, you're muted. Yeah, Jeremy, you're muted. Jeremy, you're muted. <laughs>
2: He's still muted. There he I'm is. So muted. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to add that in addition to Scott's show tomorrow, at one o'clock, we are going to have our own second show, reminder, speaking strong style, with Chris Samsa doing the full, 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 full Wrestle Kingdom preview deep dive. Um, if you want to catch all of these shows, go to the fight game media YouTube channel and all of our shows. Will be advertised to you, and you can find them all there. When you see those shows, we'd love it if you like, subscribe, comment, share. Just put it out in the world. We lo- we love the feedback. We love uh, we love just getting our stuff aggregated. Put it out there. You know, <laughs> getting getting shared with other people, getting discussed <laughs> third hand, second hand. Not even not even knowing what kind of radar our, our podcasts are making.
1: The I don't like being aggravated. actually.
2: And and <laughs> uh, I would love it. Stephen would love it. Scott would love it. If
1: no, no, no. no event, don't include uh, me.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, joining the Fight Game channel, if you're hearing this. Subscribing to any audio feed, speaking of Strong Style or Fight Game Media in it. Five Star Joshi Show, Power Bomb Shows, so on, so on, and so forth. We eternally thank you for that. Let's move on with our regular schedule program. <laughs> all
0: right, here we go. So I, again, this uh, just want to run it down again. So that is tomorrow morning. That's the Dream Queendom Triangle Derby is January first at the Yokohama Budokan. This is all third, part of third. a very, third. very ambitious week for, uh, for Stardom there. And then January fourth at Tokyo Dome City Hall. What was that, Scott? Did I get something wrong there? Uh, the the Triangle Derby shows on the third he's on the third i'm sorry okay i beg your pardon i thought that was new year's day i'm wrong uh so that's the third and then yeah that's yokohama budokan and then january 4th at tokyo dome city halls at mayo iwatani shuri match for the iwgp women's title so both the uh strong title and the women's title both in a little bit of jeopardy this week where I, i don't think they really have been in quite a while so uh the next show that has to do with the new japan canon will be really january second and that is noah's the new year and this is at the ariaki arena but what a week this is for uh, japanese wrestling fans so ariaki arena is the arena they built after they road tore down to
1: wrestle kingdom baby say again sorry i'm calling this the road to wrestle kingdom show
2: it's absolutely the road to wrestle kingdom
0: It kind of is. Yeah. What is this uh, match? (laughs) (laughs) But this is, uh, this is in the building, the arena they built when they tore down Differ Ariaki, which is the spiritual home of Noah. That was their training facility, their offices, uh, their main building where you see, uh, if you go on YouTube or through the archives of Noah shows, you'll see Differ Ariaki a lot. They, uh, claimed imminent domain for the Olympics and tore it all down, built a brand new arena. And here they are at Ariyaki arena. So kind of on the ashes of the old company. And, uh, We've got a big uh, show and uh yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be on the, the wrestle universe uh service. If you want to watch this, I'll be watching it. Uh, and uh this match that's uh on the, the, the screen right now <laughs> is uh berserk. It's a dark match in eight minutes. There's
1: <laughs> negative ten percent chance I watch this match.
0: <laughs> Terry
1: Terry Do Your Yaki. economy
2: of time did not include making time for this. <laughs>
1: no, I actually like teriyaki. Not just teriyaki. not, Teriyaki's a good wrestler, but uh, not making zero up that
2: name. I watch this super crazy, crazy. at twenty twenty four.
0: My bat. age, I think, maybe older. You're wondering he's not good. <laughs> you know he wasn't. He wasn't particularly great then. Uh, at Sushi Katogi, uh, Muhammad Yone, and on the other side, you have High sixty nine Kai Fujimura, uh, Akitoshi Saito, and Hajime Ohara. Uh, uh, who the hell knows? <laughs> <laughs> this this is a grab bag if ever there was a grab bag
1: i think the right side has the young line so there you go
0: there you have it that's probably what's going to happen in that one but yeah <laughs> the, that's a...
2: a lot a lot of these matches uh my main interaction with them has either been all together now and um and the wrestle kingdom in yokohama uh events that we had last year and i feel like a lot of stuff might be building off of those two shows that we have here. So if you saw those, those are going to help with your understanding of this show. I would. But this more seems than to be. Imagine.
0: This seems to scream out uh, 10 minutes and uh, everybody gets about one minute to shine in there. And then there's a big jumble at the end. And there you go. Wow, that would be longer than the IWGP women's title match last year. Hey, but now crazy. you're just trying to <laughs> hurt us again. You know, I'm like, no, oh, sorry. sorry. True a little angry. It, it is true. Uh Taishi Ozawa against Yu Owada in a singles match. That's another dark match there for on the, the Noah show. I don't have I don't have a whole lot to say. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't I mean, it's a, it's yeah, a, these a, are my guys. Now we're ready. Next up is uh the uh, let's see what we got the junior heavyweight tag team championship three-way match. So we have ninja mac and alejandro. Uh both are pretty good there. Dragon Bane and Alpha Wolf. They're the champions, oh, and the other cha- the other challengers, awesome. Yohei and Tuske. So there's a lot of this uh should be an exciting one. If you're looking for your new favorite wrestlers,
1: watch Dragon <laughs> Bane and Alpha Wolf. They're
2: awesome. What, what do you what do you know about them? Where are they from?
1: Um Mexico. They're brothers. Okay. They're okay. actually brothers. Um, and you know, I don't know. I actually don't know where they wrestle in, in Mexico because right, let's, let's, the first time that. I ever saw them was here. And I remember watching. They had a they had a showcase match against each other, and it was fantastic. Um, I think they wrestled in uh, is it IWRG? That might be where their main uh, home
2: is. They were in Crash. And... Yeah, uh,
1: the International Wrestling Revolution Group. That's where they wrestled the most.
2: Hmm. Freelancer, um, no, no real, yeah,
1: yeah. But Noah was their home this year, and twenty-four years old. Home. Yeah, they're uh Alpha Wolves, this big powerhouse dragon bane flies a little bit more. They're great. Um they're gonna if you're looking for something from this match to watch those two. I mean, look at them. They look awesome. <laughs> it's good masks, good hoods on this
2: one. I'm absolutely all about this. All right, let's do the next one. All right. Oh,
0: All right, so here we have a six-man tag international sensation match. This is Anthony Green, Jack Morris, and Jake Lee against uh, Titus Alexander, Iho del Doctor Wagner Jr., and Vinny Massaro. So, a lot of flavors here. I, I'm a bit. I like Jake Lee a lot. I think he's pretty cool. Uh, I, I like his presentation. I think he's uh, good. And Eho uh, to Doctor Wagner Jr. is uh, really good. Uh, there, there's some good. This could be. This could turn out to be a fun match. Jake Lee is my least favorite wrestler. What? Really? Yeah. Seriously?
1: Yeah. Why? I just don't. I think his matches are very boring.
0: Okay. Oh. I, oh, I like the guy. I don't know. A lot and of I people of do. I am not one of them. <laughs> it is not Von Wagner's son. That's Dr. Wagner Jr.'s son, for the love of God.
1: I do no, love just heel just double Dr. Wagner Jr. He's great.
2: <laughs> oh, Low-key, maybe one of my favorite matches set up for the entirety of Wrestle Kingdom weekend.
0: Masa Kitamiya against Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii does not have a match right now at Wrestle Kingdom. He might be in the Rambo, but uh, this is going to be amazing. These two are separated at birth. I'm convinced of it. Can't talk me out of it. Uh, these are these are <laughs> twins, uh, and uh, they are going at it here. Noah versus NJPW. Just the the two fire hydrant built <laughs> tough guys so crashing nice. into each other. This <laughs> is just going to be uh, a, just a, tr- a two semi-trucks colliding at uh, full speed. Should be a blast.
2: If you think that your monthly subscription to Wrestle Universe, this match is worth the price of admission for the entire month. Just flat out. Whatever you think you're going to pay for it, this match is worth it. That I don't even... I've seen like 30 seconds of clips talking about this match on X and I'm like, I'm sold. Let's do this. Has it happened yet?
1: Ma- Masakita Mia. I think is one of the most underutilized wrestlers in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Noah should be going with him. They haven't. And if there's any match that's gonna steal the week unexpectedly, Jeremy's
0: absolutely right. I think it might be this one. And Brad says El Hio del Ishii versus Ishii. So <go>. I don't know. I don't know how old Kitamiya is. Maybe we should check some birth certificates or something. Thirty, so, uh, I believe he's. Ah, uh, doesn't, doesn't quite work out. Doesn't quite work out. It's gonna it, it, win
2: the crowd, but I'm not sure it's gonna win any work rate of work.
0: <laughs> Go Gosiazaki against Satoshi Kojima is uh, the next one right there. So that that these uh, some couple of uh, veterans here that uh, certainly know what they're doing and can still work. So uh, if this one does indeed follow Kitamiya and Ishii on the show. Uh, it's a bit of an uphill climb after that. Although both of these guys are very capable of having a good wrestling match. That's going to be a very tough act to follow. But uh you know, maybe that's the best spot for two veterans who have seen and done it all.
1: Shizaki still has it. Uh yeah. in flashes Kijina. in flashes. Um depends which version of him he shows up, though, because he's very beat up. He's very yeah. beat up. Fair enough. Fair I enough.
2: think this might be a little bit more smoke and mirrors, but again, they're veterans you're going to get a good match out of it. They're just going to
1: chop it's, each other, let's be honest. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's gonna be The crowd could be happy by the time the match is
0: over. They'll all do their signature stuff. It'll
2: be fine.
0: Uh, let's see. We have a tag team match between Haruka Umasaki and uh, Miyuki Takase on one side. And on the other side, we have the Great Sakuya and uh, Nagisa Nozaki. I will be up front that I'm not as up on these four as I am with some of the other women in wrestling. Whoa. Scott, do you, what do you know about it,
2: these? If it's the Satsuke or uh, the, the Muda...
0: This Wait. is Muda's daughter in k Okay,
2: yes, okay.
0: <laughs> in k in k the, yeah, the
2: baby, I, the baby of the videos from a few months ago. The baby that he, he turned he into a... On the side of the road. And then he yeah. raised, and he and he missed it, and he... And he. This is this is the payoff.
1: Yeah, this is the payoff, the great Sakuya. Never What are you talking about?
0: What did you just say? Oh, you don't know What words just came out of your face? There was a baby on the side of a road a month ago? This is all all true.
2: record scratch. Are you you been into the edibles again? What is going on There was a video that came out in which KG Mudo found a baby on the side of the road. As you do. And he raised it as his own. As he should. And missed the baby to turn it into a baby Mudo.
0: A month ago? And it's making and like, its yes. debut.
2: This sure is the debut is. of this build in which Muto just missed a baby, and now the baby's all grown up and ready to wrestle in their debut match. I Every word coming out of my mouth is the goddamn truth.
1: It's true. It's very true. I wish it wasn't. Um, but I'm Still also happy. It that you
2: this.
0: makes more sense than the MGF Adam Cole angle from the last pay-per-view. You know you're not Maybe. wrong also make it's also more entertaining than the devil angle
2: but I think um <laughs> oh exactly.
0: yeah the
1: other three the other three that have faces um uh, yes, they're very the good baby
2: missed in a bottle and
0: <laughs> <said> the baby <laughs> missed in a bottle why haven't yeah. I seen this oh I'm so embarrassed for myself why why do I not know about this the other three are quite good um yeah.
1: so it's actually it's the most prominent woman's match in noah yet. So that's exciting. I have no idea who the Great Sakuya is. My guess, based off of literally like seeing the hair of the Great Sakuya, is Rico Kawahata. But that's <laughs> okay. a marvelous wrestler, which would be very out of nowhere. So I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait and see what uh, this ends up looking like.
0: But Umasaki's pretty good, and so's Tekase, right? I, I, very I, good. I've heard of those two, at least for sure.
1: They're very good. They're very good. Uh, they're a real tag team on the scene so um at the very least this should be good unless the great sakuya just goes full gimmick but i have no
0: idea well i have saying i mean i i have a feeling you heard how bit. we got here right yeah, it's like, not, uh, I, <laughs> I have this a feeling this, there's this gonna, gonna a be a
2: patch in which like hey, we want to we want to make sure that there's a platform for this for the presentation and nothing more yeah okay. it's getting misted steven let's
0: getting. do it <laughs> all right i'm all for i'm all for having somebody spit their saliva in my face who doesn't want that um <laughs> like <laughs> if, <laughs> that's what's getting missed it is that's the, the one thing well anytime you see somebody with their mouth wide open while they're getting missed remember that other person just spitting food coloring and in their mouth it's disgusting uh but and next up uh singles match here that ought to be true. Uh, Takashi Segura, the the uh, the another grizzled veteran right there. I know it has uh, a lot of guys with some miles on them on toward the top of the card, but Alka Sasaki on the other side, uh singles match in this one. So
1: first match, first wrestling match for uh, Sasaki, former UFC fighter, former yeah. Ryzen fighter. If you're into MMA side of things, have no idea if he's gonna be a good wrestler, but I'll tell you what, Takashi Segura is so yes. You can't have a much better guy to help you out.
0: In your and that's first exactly match. what I was thinking when I saw this. And, like, well, they put him with Segura because Segura should be able to take a, I mean, you could probably take a, the, the classic broomstick test, right? You probably have a three star yeah. match with a broomstick if you put him in there with it. So, if uh, Sasaki is uh, any kind of an athlete, uh, Segura could probably do something with him. So they put him the in good hands.
1: Best wrestler over 50. Right. You now. think he might
2: be? Isn't that Chris Jericho?
0: No. Kidding. Mm. I'm totally kidding.
1: Mm-hmm. no, no <laughs> you nothing. really tried to test me there <laughs> uh i think it's probably him i think it's probably segura because he could still go
0: like at the mm. high level yeah yeah, it could be there i mean there, there are a lot of contenders for that actually right now so we'll see there are yeah. they're all yeah, it's a yeah. uh, uh, bank and I, I love you it's, it's not christian cage <laughs> christian so. cage I don't even think he's, is. He fifty. I'm not sure he's fifty. If he is, he's not the he's not the best one. But uh, let's see. All right, moving on. Here we have. Uh, okay, now here is the Wrestling Symphony Tag Team. I'm really excited about this one. Yoshinari Ogawa. I watched back in the King's Road All Japan days, and so I'm really excited that he's still in wrestling. I got to see him live when I when I went to see Noah Corrigan Hall. And I kind of popped for that. I said, this guy's still wrestling. He still wrestles. He still wrestles very well. He's teaming up with Zack Sabre Jr. and facing Hiroshi Tanahashi and Hayata. So we actually have a preview tag for the TV title match at Wrestle Kingdom. And more than just a preview tag, we also get Ogawa and Hayata in this. So this, this should be an excellent match. Um, I don't like Hayata at all.
1: That's okay. about, uh, I like. You know who I do like, though? I do like the other two. Of Tanahashi and Zack Saber Jr. I can't tell Mm -hmm. you the last time I saw Gawa wrestle. Um, He does pretty well, but I'm all for the road to to wrestle kingdom here this is the most road to wrestle kingdom match on the show
0: yeah it is and i mean i am curious to see i mean that neither one of them are going to be involved in and and, and neither one of them are going to take the fall i mean one of them might get the win but neither one of them is going to take a loss and this one zach and tana i'm talking about here but uh, it'll be i think this will be an interesting one Uh, but i I think either ogawa or Ayata are going to take the take the
2: kind of reminds me of the japanese jeff Hardy, and i don't know if that's fair or not but he just kind of got that wiry, like, wrestling about him <laughs> that that I just – like, every time – I saw him only three or four times. And I know I'm making some American wrestling analogies, but sometimes, you know, that's the connection. That's
1: the way, way. you got to do it.
2: So that, that, that you, you connect with people with what they know. And uh, I, I get why Scott's like, I'm not into it. But at the same time, like, I think that's for Junior and Hiroshi Tanahashi – if it's just going to elevate this entire match and make it interesting in a way on their road to wrestle kingdom, you know, maybe Tanahashi gets a pin over that side. Cause I really don't think he's beating that saber junior Kingdom.
0: Okay. All right. What's next?
2: All right. Let's see what we got here.
0: We have uh Daga uh, for the junior heavyweight title match. Uh, Daga against Aita. Uh, challenger here, so uh, that's going to be again not not a lot of uh, connective tissue to New Japan on this one, but uh, that's the junior heavyweight championship match.
1: I can give you some connective tissue to stardom. Daga dates Zena. Mer- oh, really? Zena?
0: There yeah. you
1: go. That, I've tried to connect it for you. She used she to
0: be. And he he, he used to he, he used to be. Uh, isn't he the guy that used to be uh, uh, engaged to Tessa Blanchard too? Uh, they were guy? more than engaged. They went all the way. Were they, they married? were married and then they were no done? longer married and yeah, hmm. uh,
2: daga has uh, bounced back it appears from hmm. a devastating, devastating situation
0: there yeah you a tough loss um more uh, more stardom connection there
1: yeah uh,
2: you know, a- tissue. when Ada
1: tries, he's really good. He didn't
0: try much, but he,
1: I feel like this should be the show he tries. <laughs> he probably
0: should try. Yeah, I, if I <laughs> if I were giving Aida advice, I'd say try on January second. You're gonna have a lot of eyeballs on you, kiddo. Try. Yeah, as, and Venkana Zena is the one that was in Club Venus, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she was, and probably should be again someday. I think I thought she did real well over there. So, and they, they, God knows Club Venus needs members. They don't have very many people. They right have now. Mina.
1: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Waka? Waka? She is Waka hurt? She
0: uh she has a tough
1: injury. I forget.
0: It's like something on her neck or something
1: or her back. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then we have this elimination match here: Noah and New Japan versus. Uh, this is the I used to call these the all skate. You know, back when you when you were a little kid and you were going to roller skating, they just say it's the all skate. Everybody on the floor at the same time. Uh, this is the all skate. We have a uh, an elimination match that is. Uh, let's see, Junta uh, Waki. Uh, Tsuji Kondo, Daiki Anaba, Kato Kiyomiya, Shota Umino, and Ryohei Oiwa taking on the House of Torture, and that's Yoshinobu Kanamaro, Show, Dick Togo, Ren Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, the whole House of Torture fan family over there for that one. And uh, it's going to be the uh, elimination match and the, the classic uh, baby face heel dynamic. And of course, all this is going to be a little teaser, a little taste test for. Uh, Umino and Narita, which is really why everybody's interested in this.
2: I kind of think that Ren Narita is going to run through uh Junta, Kondo, and Anabi. Uh, and the other guys might get a couple of them in there, but I really get the sense from this that House of Torture is going to look really, really strong in this match.
0: Of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you do have to build them up as the heels for that thing. I mean, this, this is, this is a setup match for Wrestle Kingdom. Absolutely. Like the, this, the Noah is simply filling in here. This is not a Noah match, even though there are Noah a few Noah wrestlers in it. Uh mm-hmm. This is all about Wrestle Kingdom. So uh they have been keeping Narita mostly away from Umino. He's been cheap-shotting Umino. He's been screwing over Umino and his partners. I don't expect there to be anything else in this one.
2: It just it feels like Narita is the guy that really needs the most like spotlight on this. Shota is established as that baby guy that everyone wants to get behind. Kimian, and Oyla, It their roles are established. It's it's Narita in, in House of Torture that, have to look like the dangerous, dangerous, uh dangerous version of Ren that we've all kind of seen here and there. So I just kind of see him running through a bunch of guys.
0: Yeah. And this is all of House of Torture. And and I and I will say for the misfit, yeah, I think people are into the House of Torture right now because of Ren Narita. They're maybe Yeah. and it, it, it's it, well, I mean I think that the addition of Narita, that feud is legitimately hot. The one with the uh, Umino and Narita. And I think people are into it. They got some pretty strong reactions at the uh, road to the Tokyo Dome shows a Korikan, and I, and he's getting real heel heat there. Narita is for this, so uh, I understand. You know, I've said many times in this show that I don't think that the interference and and weapon stuff that House Torture does is what New Japan does well. I think that that's it's something that they feel like they need to do, but I don't. I don't think they're good at it. But I think adding Narita to it has added something to that act because. That's a hot feud. Whatever you want to say about it. They did a good job of setting up that turn. And now I think that the, the fans really do want to see Umino get a piece of uh renderita. So, and the idea of having to go through all of these lackeys and clowns to get to him, I think is going to make the payoff uh, all the sweeter once it finally does happen. So I, I think it'll end up being effective. It's just, uh, you know, as long as there's not too much Yujiro in there, the rest of them can wrestle. So, you know,
2: and... you think anyone gets disqualified for using a steel chair? <laughs> i
0: don't know i mean can he get to square i don't know i don't know about noah today could an uh,
2: you... elimination match a ref could be like nope you're done you're out yeah Bye. yeah
0: they could do something like that so that, i'm that's just awesome. ready
1: for the match to end with everything is evil so,
0: it just it's feels. The right. music,
2: man, yeah. the music will haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: actually, th- I, my guess is that Narita is going to win this match somehow with the uh the X factor. What does he call it? The double cross. He called it. His X factor is the double
2: cross. I d- I did like Narita's theme when it came out the other day. I was like, you know what? I'm mm. alright with this. So, uh, it will it catch you to me, in Grand a dark wizard Narita, moody sort of way. <laughs>
0: So there you go. All right, and then of course the GHC heavyweight title, Kenno the champion against uh, Manabu Soya the challenger, and that's uh, going to be uh, on top in this uh, card right there. That's not the main event. It's not the main. No, no, no. it isn't. You're right. No, excuse no. me. <laughs> there is one more. The, <laughs> the GHC title. I'm sorry. Match. I forgot. I did forget about the special challenge match.
1: Silly on you, you for thinking the world title would main event the pay-per-view.
0: <laughs> yeah, scary. no, no, no. It's not. It's this is the semi. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Pardon me, guys. Sorry. Yeah. This this Uh, could be a
2: Congo grudge match, the dissolution of Congo and Soya and Keno, or it should be great at each other. I Keno's on fire right now, and so I kind of don't think that they're gonna uh, pivot to Soya, but I think this is an excellent main event and kind of closes the book on the the Congo dissolution in a lot of ways. So that's kind of my armchair analysis of this. I think it's going to be a good match, uh, potentially better than the main event.
0: Well, and that all depends uh-huh. on one guy, doesn't it, there? There's uh, we, there's one guy in the main event I'm not worried about, and that's uh, Marafuji. Uh, but that main event is indeed uh, Naomichi Marafuji against Kota Ibushi. And I, I mean, it's, it'll be fine. It's not going to be bad. I'm not saying this is going to be bad. It's Destiny 24, uh, 2024 special singles match. Uh, but I have a little more faith in Marafuji after seeing what is left of Kota Ibushi in his AEW matches. And it seems like a lot has gone out, uh, a lot of wind has gone out of Kota Ibushi's sails. Uh, so if, if Marufuji, if, if he's in shape, if he's good, if he's healthy, if he can go, it should be terrific. I mean, can you imagine this match five years ago? We'd be doing cartwheels over this. Uh, I, w- I worry about it with what we've seen of Ibushi. It just doesn't seem like there's much left of him right there. But uh, Marufuji is, is excellent, and uh, if Marufuji can get something out of him, I think, They'll be in good shape. I, I worry for Kota though. It, 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 uh, the AEW stuff has really left me concerned with what's left in the tank. My hot take is that
1: this is either going to be way better than expected, mm-hmm. or an absolute train wreck. Yes, no one between.
2: Right, right there with you. Yeah. Uh, to me, this is the uh, this is the prove it match for Kota Ibushi. But at the same time, I'm like, are you sure you should be trying to prove it right now? And <laughs> it, it's like, this is it. Like, there are, he has been back since, what, August or mm-hmm. July? And fuller he, he is aspect, reporting yeah. that he has a broken hand and an ankle that's all messed up. And then he's going to go out there and he's going to do his best. I can't tell if this guy is bullshitting us or if he's <laughs> legitimately just like, yeah, all these things, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to come out there and I'm going to do my you back, backward hand spring, and and I'm I'm going to you know give you the comic. Yeah,
0: I don't know what he's got left. It's it's a it's a good point, Jeremy. That if if he stinks it up in this one, if this is not good on his end, then the specialness is gone from him. Like it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's kind of done. Like no no one's going to expect a. Oh, he's going to be back this time. I think that I think everyone's just going to have to come to terms that, that Kodobushi is gone if he doesn't yeah. show up in this one.
1: It it doesn't help either that Marufuji, uh, he is in a spot where he has his days. You know, like as people talk about with like Tanahashi, like the good knee day stuff like that. Marufuji just has a. Is my body going to go with me this day? Uh, we yeah. saw with against Osprey, it went with him, right? He he was fantastic in that match. And, you know, he had Will Ospreay to help him in that yeah. match. I don't know if Kota Ibushi couldn't help him in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope that these two can rise to the occasion. I really do. Yeah. Because there's there's part of me that watched an old Kota Ibushi match the other day against Tetsuya Naito and said, man, I would love to see 75% of this guy back, just 75%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the other part of me that knows that's probably not ever coming back.
0: So, uh, and, and I think this is the kind of show and this kind of situation where Marufuji is going to work very absolutely. hard to get there. I mean, he's not going to want to stink it up in the main event of this show. And Marufuji is the kind of guy that when he does step up, can go up levels, plural, uh, when he, when he absolutely needs to.
1: Did you guys watch Shinsuke versus Muta last year? Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think this will be better or worse in an in actual just in-ring aspect?
2: Ooh. Gut and gut reaction that worse. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. I don't and
0: I think it's gonna be because of Coda, not because of Naomi. I think
2: I Crazy. think I think this is being built off of the idea of these two facing off, but I think the idea is greater than the reality at this point. Like, had this been five years ago or six years ago, like Steven was saying, this would absolutely have been, like, thermal. People would be talking no. about it left and right. But right now, this is this is a match that's like, okay, this is, this is the best thing that Kota Ibushi can kind of get in Japan because of his relationship with New Japan, because of the other uh, promotions that are going on. It's like, this is it. And Tony's not using him for anything other than special uh, special attraction matches. Uh, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and what he's doing over there. And then he's training his students and, you know, being very coy about what his actual real health is. And you have a you have a formula for a lot of skepticism rather than a lot of, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. It, confident it's, it's, anticipation.
0: It's not just that he's 75% of what he was or anything like that. But the Kota Ibushi that has appeared in AEW has been a below average wrestler. And that's really hard to watch. It's been really, yeah. it's been hard to watch. He's he's been below average on that those shows. And, and he's that's... also
2: been in matches that aren't like that he's been in like these multi man matches and these like gimmick matches, hardcore matches. It's like this is Kodobushi's insane, but at the same time, it's like that's not no. there the, you don't get the signature Kodobushi stuff because he moves fast and he moves spot to spot and frisk. You don't get those sequences and the opportunities. You'll have an opportunity to see what he can do when he's gotta go from like a sequence of moves to another sequence of moves, potentially taking some punishment and then getting back to it. If he if this I kind of expect Kodobushi to win this match, but at the same time, like I don't expect it to look good when he does.
1: He his biggest like if he wants to be capable. Again, not even, I'm not even saying great again. Capable, he needs to learn a new style. And when I say new style, I mean, he needs to be the grizzled old vet that just hits hard. That's the one thing I know he can still do. That's even
2: Minoru Suzuki.
1: Yeah, just go Mm -hmm. in there and start drilling people with your kicks and your forearms, like in chops and slaps. Like, that's your best bet now, dude. You can't do the flips anymore. You gotta get one flip
2: of show, you can do one flip Yeah. high fly flip. You know, like but just like you can't do your Naito matches anymore, buddy. No,
1: no, you don't.
0: All right. So that's January 2nd. That's the Noah show. That's the Ariaki Arena. So big night for them. We'll see how it turns out there. And then uh, the next thing we wanted to get into here with we have uh, what all some all Japan news right there in the middle of all this week uh there'll be the uh there's a triple crown match uh at corican hall uh that one's on new year's day i remember that nikazuhiko nakajima and kento miyahara which should be a phenomenal match the winner of that one gets something that again we did not quite have this one on our bingo cards but on january 3rd uh this will be at corican hall uh charlie dempsey will face the triple crown champion charlie dempsey the from nxt uh william regal's son uh, will be the challenger for either Nakajima or Kento Miyahara. So this is the one that's got everybody a little bit getting their conspiracy theories going. That is, uh, is this where, is all Japan, WWE's next target. They've tried to buy other companies in Japan. I believe Stardom and Noah at various parts they've uh, uh, tried to purchase. And a lot of people are worried that uh, this is going to be their attempted at NXT Japan, uh, you know, early days and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, Charlie Dempsey, interesting interesting choice there for a Triple Crown title shot, so go figure. I'm afraid. You think they're going to try to buy all Japan? WWE always gets something in
1: return. Always. Yeah. Now, sure, is William Regal maybe wanting to send his son to Japan? Absolutely. I think that's very true. Uh, but WWE always gets something back. That's what I'm scared about.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll have okay. to see what that is. So, uh, But yeah, I, I think there are plans afoot. And I, I think they've always had the idea of, of, and certainly Triple H, who now seems to have a little bit more control now that Vince is uh, out to pasture creatively anyway. Uh, he's always had his eye on having an NXT, NXT's around the world, remember? That was the original idea there, that they were going to have NXT's all over the place. So yeah, uh, I, I think so he's well. got, I, what's that
1: now? UK went so well.
0: Yeah, but the pandemic uh, nipped that in the bud as well. Uh, that's uh, I think that's the asterisk he would put on that. But uh, you're right. I mean, you're you're right. It didn't. It uh, I mean, well, for a while before the pandemic, those shows their uh, takeovers were doing all right over there. So, uh, but uh, I, I don't want, I don't want to see it. I don't want an NXT Japan. I, I uh, you know, but uh, I do think that that's probably uh, there's going to be another attempt. I think that's uh, probably if where this is
2: going. This is gonna happen at some point, I want to see Ilya Dragunov in Ultra Japan. <laughs>
1: that's hmm. fair. I would like yeah. to see
2: that. That's like, that's like, I, was, I was looking at the calendar and looking at the date. I'm like, could it be Ilya Dragunov? And I'm like, no. It cannot. And I am sad. But it could yeah. be Charlie <laughs> Devsey or Drew Gulak. And I thought, hmm. That would be appropriate. And then it turned out to be Charlie Devsey. And William Regal made his first uh, one-year moratorium on social media slash WWE footage, just yeah. you know,
0: yeah. Up the- and, yeah Misfit Wrestling podcast, podcast mentioned this. So I mean, WWE didn't buy Noah when they did the Nakamura match. They did it because Nakamura wanted to do it, and he asked. And Triple H. They did said, get okay. something though. They got something. Yeah, they got Muta in the Hall of Fame. That was yeah, the, they so wanted Muta in the Hall of Fame. Yeah.
1: What can all Japan offer is my question.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do wonder, you know. but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what's your theory? Do you have one?
1: Uh, no, I just hope all Japan just doing this one thing and they move on because all Japan had a great 2023. Like yeah. they rebounded, they got attendance up. They did all these great things. They're ending the year with a
0: bang. I would like them to not mess that up.
1: Maybe My, here,
0: here's where, here's what I'm telling myself to get through this thing, because I do worry too. I, I worry too, but here's what I'm telling myself. Uh Triple H loves William Regal. Didn't want to let him go got him back as soon as he could lured him back from AEW when he had a good on-air role going with AEW, all this stuff. Right. Uh, he's, he's got his son right there in, in NXT. He's taking care of his son. De- Charlie Dempsey is being treated well over there. Uh, he loves Regal and I wonder if William Regal didn't just simply go into Triple H's office and say, Paul, can we do this please?
2: You know, yeah, is, is this, is this absolutely. something we can
0: do? And maybe Triple H just said, you know what? Well, yeah. Yeah. For you, you got it, bud. You know, One time. Sure. Yeah, send them mm-hmm. over there, give them this experience. If you want it for them, I'll let you do it. And that's that's where that's where I'm that's how I'm getting through this. I'm hoping that that's all it was.
2: It's entirely possible that this can be a pipeline situation in some way, shape, or form. What I don't think it is, is an opportunity for WWE to buy all of Japan.
0: Number oh,
2: one, know. Japan companies don't sell to Western. Number two, Endeavor is not gonna be buying uh, <laughs> A mid-tier Japanese wrestling company, so that its WWE property can minorly be increased. Just saying that out loud is just not their priority. Yeah. So you might, well, you, you know what I mean. It's like there are realities to what this could be right now, and yeah. like no, we don't I have mean, to fall off a cliff right away. Well,
0: no, but I mean, I think that the, I think he wants inroads in Japan, and I do think sure. he wants an NX a version of NXT over there. And, I really, I, think don't. A, I, don't, I don't think he's given up on that idea
2: but I'm not 100% sure that like All Japan is going to disappear and get sucked up by the WWE as a result of this.
0: No, but they might get something. I think he might, they might be looking for something with some infrastructure over there. Yes. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Triple H was running NXT when they took over the UK. His plan was to expand NXT all over the world. Uh, he sure would buy a Japanese company to get their fangs in the country if he could. I kind of agree, but I don't know that any companies would uh, sell to him, especially one that seems to be on the way up, uh, as All Japan seems to be.
1: I I just hope that you know joining a brand new like little union thing that they're doing the United yeah. Japan thing like I would hope you just wouldn't sell to WWE yeah. all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, and 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 Misfit says I I can see Triple H wanting some talent from AG AJ PW, but nothing catastrophic. Well,
1: that's pretty there. catastrophic for all Japan. They don't have that much. <laughs> to, they they have a very
0: small core. That would be catastrophic. Yeah yeah and uh don't forget the okada rumors yeah i uh, will i'm not i'm not gonna i have decided to forget them <laughs> yeah i need to uh, i it's just boy thank uh,
1: you thank you president ace
0: yeah yeah let's hope that the, that can get uh straightened out so you know, we don't we don't need any of that all right so uh with that in mind uh there is another show going on next week that we haven't gotten to yet and that's freaking wrestle Kingdom up <laughs> uh so we're only an hour and 45 into this thing but i'm having fun uh we can keep going if, uh if you guys are down with it we need we should at least cover it right i mean so Let's here we touch go touch on
2: it we got thoughts but uh are we John, if you're okay that we do the deep deep dive tomorrow
1: Perfectly fine with me. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Yeah, this, it, this is only
0: uh, Scott's thirty fourth hour on uh, sure. the air here in the last uh, last day or two. We're
2: gonna keep the under two I, hours, I have with three everybody.
0: Recordings tomorrow. I my, have dog three are, recordings. my dog, my is recordings. sad
2: about my, their meal time, so we're gonna keep the under two hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Francesco Akira and TJP against Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney for the junior tag titles. And we are expecting some sort of, you know, the Rambo for the KOPW title to be kind of on the the pre-show, I believe, with the final four moving on to New Year's Dash. And that's, you know, that's, uh, basically, I just assume if your favorite wrestler is not on the card, they're in that match. TJP and Francesco Akira, we might be seeing the rebirth of TJP against Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney uh these two teams work very well together this will probably be a terrific match as long as it doesn't get bogged down if tjp decides to go down with some heavy gimmick uh for a new character if that is indeed the way the direction he's going but uh barring any kind of uh, silliness uh, the four of these guys should have a fabulous match
2: yeah i'm kind of i'm more interested after the uh the kind of promo by Joel maloney the other day uh on the show where he basically highlighted their journey with each other, starting at the best of the Super Juniors and uh, all the way through the summer. And frankly, I think this is the right match to start off Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Yeah, and this is where we thought they were going with it all along, wasn't it, Jeremy? Through Super Junior Tag yeah. League, with the idea that they took that the title to uh, Kushida and Kevin Knight in order to get it to the War Dogs. Just so that we can do this one later, we didn't burn off Akira and TJP against these guys. So I think it'll be a terrific one and a good. And you're right, a good, a good high speed, aggressive opener for the show should be nice.
2: Scott, you got any thoughts?
0: Um, no. <laughs> okay. All right, and there it is, the TV title match. We got well, we will have had the preview and the Noah show. Hiroshi Tanahashi, President Tanahashi, does against uh, Zach Saber Jr. Uh, I don't see much of a point in Tanahashi holding that TV title. So I think uh, this will be another retention for Zach, in my opinion there. Uh, but uh, we'll see how that uh, turns out. But it uh, should be terrific. Uh, again, this is a good opponent for Tanahashi. You don't have to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can work the mat and you can work on the ground and you don't have to jump. You don't have to crash. Uh, it can just be uh, hold for hold. And Zach knows how to do that in an entertaining way. I think, better than anyone else on the planet. So I, I, I'm looking forward to it because I think this is exactly the kind of match that Tanahashi can have and really excel in the ring.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm here for this match. I love the got Saber Jr. Uh, campaign for the TV title. You will also be able to watch this show on YouTube, as is all the New Japan uh, TV title matches. So if you aren't able to watch Wrestle Kingdom and you want to catch a show, uh, for whatever reason, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube. And you'll get to see the president of New Japan, President Tanahashi, uh, free on YouTube if you don't catch Wrestle Kingdom itself.
0: And I don't know if it's going to be during this match. Well, not during the match, but after this match or whatever, uh or in a separate segment, but Tanahashi is going to address the fans about his presidency.
2: Yeah, yeah. It might happen before, you know? It might be uh before the... Before doing the Rambo and the opening of the, the show.
1: Could be. Um, I just want to say uh, Zach Saber Jr.'s stock is about to go very high in terms of New Japan, just because of the Osprey exit and so on. So uh, I don't think he loses the TV title, but here, but I think it's losing it soon because yeah. I think he needs to get up the card sooner rather than later.
2: He's a guy that could hold the global title at some point, point. just like basically the same as he's doing now, but with a higher, mm-hmm. uh, higher prestige title.
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, uh, pardon me, could also be uh, chasing the never open way, too. He'd be a good uh, guy for that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Here's the special singles match, Yoda Suji and uh, Yuya Uemura. And I said it right the first time. Look at me. Uh, Uemura and uh, Suji, we've been seeing this rivalry develop. Uh, I think this has the potential to be just as good as uh, Narita and Umino. So looking forward to seeing their first meeting and then seeing where they go with it. Uh, These two have been tied together since they debuted together and went to all those time limit draws. And uh, it's just chapter one. This is only chapter one.
2: So, Yuya got the pin on Yoda at the last match. I kind of think that at this point, Yoda should be chasing Yuya to get his pin back and not get it anytime soon. That's personally hmm. just kind of how I would like to see this all play out. But uh, we could just be getting his pin back going and through.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is going to be going on a long time. So.
1: I, I just think Yuya more needs a great showing here. He, he needs to show out uh, more than any of the other young guys on this show. Everyone else has had a moment, right? I'd yeah. say one way or the other. Um, he hasn't. Uh, he's obviously been around the least, but I think they're going to be hungry, these two. I think they want to show that they're supposed to be higher on the card sooner rather than later, and I think that's going to benefit both of them.
0: Yeah, and that's a fair point. They've, they've made a point of not putting away more uh... – in too many singles matches at all right. since he came back, whereas the others have gotten a lot of high profile singles matches. So that 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 kind of thing is they're saving up that for Uemura uh, for for this one. So could be a big win for him here to get him uh, started off and put in the same stratosphere as the Ray with Three Musketeers. So and here we go with uh, this is the one again. Another teaser, we're not doing Umino versus Narita full blown yet with That's going to be for later in the year where you see these guys really clashing, probably with some kind of maybe even stipulation down the road. Uh, But we have, for now, Shoto Umino, Kato Kiyomiya getting a uh, shot here and Wrestle Kingdom against Evil and Ren Narita. And uh, really, this match is about uh, Narita and Umino to me. Uh, And I think it's, uh, again, we're setting things up for uh Umino to get his revenge, but it's not going to come here, I don't think. I think this is all the wet the appetite.
2: I'm really excited for this match. I know they took the long way around to get to it and gave you the false sense of security to get to that point with the World Tag League. But uh yes, it's evil. Yes, he's in his Wrestle Kingdom match. I'm glad it's a tag, and I'm glad it's with these three other guys because. You know, he'll be he'll be in a role to highlight the other rather than trying to make himself look good. Mm-hmm.
1: Shooter. Shooter's my guy. This is yeah. this is the guy I fully invested in. So I'm very excited for him. um But I'm also very excited for Kaito. Ki and Mia. Mm-hmm. I think. I one thing I completely disagree on is Kevin Kelly and the way he's kind of talked about oh Kiyomiya. You no know, we in, said it here too. Totally agree no, with we you. It, it
2: was mystifying. In yeah.
1: almost like a disrespectful way. Yeah. Uh what kiyomiya has done in his involvement in New Japan has been fantastic. I think yes. he has shown up and shown out every single time. And I think he's gonna do it again here. He is not someone that looks at a moment and thinks it's too big for him, right? He stepped into the Tokyo Dome with Okada last year. He he He's willing to create his moments as well. Um, and I think this is going to be just as important for him, maybe for his future as it is for Umino and Narita. And uh, I would love to just see them let Evil wrestle. I really would. Like, this yeah. match could... Like, if we just let these four wrestle, this could be an awesome tag team mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. I still think it's going to be really good either way,
2: though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we're I, talking... I with Justin Nipper last year and he was explaining that Kiyomiya in New Japan, uh it's like a three to five year plan with him. And we're in year one plus. You know, like the, the hills that he's climbing to succeed in New Japan in order to come back to Noah the conquering hero is is basically like the blueprint for all this. And people are really upset because right now he's in the um he's in the trials period and he's not succeeding. And that's, that's mm-hmm. the hero's journey for everybody. So yeah. the yeah. other thing that I think, I think Evil does win. And I think Evil is the guy that is challenging Naito first after, uh, after the dog. Oh, God.
0: Well, yeah. And I, I do kind of agree with that because I think they're going to want Naito's first. I don't think they're going to want any ambiguity for Naito's first title defense. I think they're going to put him in with someone, whether it's Evil, whether it's maybe even Narita. Uh, who the crowd uh, absolutely does not want to see as the world champion, a mm-hmm. pure heel, because I don't think they're going to want to put him in with anyone who could even in the least bit divide the crowd. So I think yeah. they're just setting up hardcore heels for Naito, at least for his first defense, because I think they're just going to want that first defense to be everyone behind the champion. Uh, and then you can the waiting late. for
2: Evil's match to be announced so that we could figure out whether he was going to be the guy challenging. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, and that's exactly it, it's either Evil Finlay Narita, somebody that the crowd flipping hates. That's I that's my Evil point. and Finlay were in the same faction. Kind of. Ish. Kind kind of. House of Torture has kind of done its own thing since then, but yeah, the they're adjacent.
2: Story. It feels like right now, running running parallel parallel lines of the same. Same train tracks.
0: <laughs> this is an interesting one. I- I'm a little bit surprised that this is the match. I'm not disappointed because the match that I saw, uh, when I saw these two wrestle for the never open way title, and I saw Shingo win it, uh, was an excellent match. I-, I am a little bit surprised to go on right back to it for the dome. But Tama Tonga and Shingo Takagi, I don't expect a title change here, but uh, I do expect them to have another uh, pretty darn good match. They work well together, and Shingo is one of the best workers on earth. This
1: sure is better than last year. Yes. <laughs> shout out to the uh, machine, machine gun, gun. <laughs> uh, uh, you know
2: this is the true 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 conclusion of the C block of the G1 we have gone through <laughs> a dozen matches after the G1 with C block contestants facing off against each other with a hot potato of the never open way title this might be the potential third title change of the never open way title since, uh, uh, since the G1 at least because he won Tamatonga, won it off of Finley and then Shingo won it off of Tama. And now they're they're hot potatoing this again. So not no. the hottest match, not the hottest build, but these guys can deliver and they've been hitting hard since August.
0: Dark Horse pick for a title change, too, in this sense. If we if we believe that Naito is getting the title in the main event, then they might take this one away from the LIJ faction and give it into to the GOD area. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, that, that they could, they could, they like to I don't know. I think
2: there might be another title that might be going to the GOD.
0: Well, yes. It, and then, I mean, there's, there's a lot of options right there. And, and, it, and there, it also wouldn't hurt to have the two champions as part of the roll mm-hmm. call either. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's a variable that could, uh, it's something that they could do. That's something, it's not 100% for Shingo, uh, in this one there. So there's a chance. And here we have, uh, Bishamon and against uh, El Fantasmo and Leo, our guests from last week, the IWGP Tag Team Championship versus the Strong Open Weight Tag Team Title, both championships on the line. And uh, look, we, we know what Bishamon's one of the best teams in the world. El Fantasmo is fantastic. Leo, I think, is the most improved wrestler of the year. I expect this to be fabulous. And the, the first two were excellent. Their first two matches were excellent, and uh, I think this one will be too. And I, I have a feeling from our conversation uh, last week that Fantasmo and Hikaleo have some very special things planned uh, that are going to be physically impressive and spectacular. And uh, I think it'll be a fun match.
2: Motivated to show up and show out. Uh, I think this match is not going to go 40 minutes, like their World Tag League final. But I think it could go 15, and I think they could get everything they need to uh, with this match in there in that time.
0: Scott, who, who would you go with here for the double champions? Uh, It's tough. It's really tough
1: because obviously I've seen some rumors. El Fantasma's contract is coming up.
2: Oh, I heard that on Uh, our show. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, Which I think is big, obviously. Um, Especially the way... At the same time,
2: everybody's contract doubles up. uh, uh, The 31st, but the fact that he's making a point to mention it, I think is, is definitely radar worthy. Yeah,
1: and you know... The AEW thing popped up, of course, on your show as well. Of <laughs> how you know WhatsApp didn't come through for him. I, I don't know if he is still around. Uh, say February, March. If he is, I think they win. So we'll know. I think if he's signed, <laughs> uh, but Bishamon, you know, that's there's not really as uh, many consistent tag teams like them anymore i think like year in and year out people want to look at tag team of the year and they're always like ftr young bucks blah blah blah. blah. there's one team that's always consistent always giving it their all for the past three years four years whatever it is and bishamon is that team and if new japan wants to keep rolling with them i get it um there's just there's just not a lot of uh, like last year, right? We all knew off the Open was waiting in the wings until they weren't anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think I think Hicaleo and El Fantasma are the team waiting in the wings right now. But again, it'll come down to that contract situation. I I think it's fine to go with new champions, um, if, especially if you want to combine these titles, which it sure feels like they do.
0: Yeah. And I, it's, it's a question too, of uh, are they trying to rebuild the tag division simply by making a super team for the others to try to be, which would mm-hmm. be Goto and Yoshihashi winning world tag league three years in a row. And, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they could just make them into this uh, Mount Everest that everybody else has to try sure. to climb to get over. And uh you know, you do have the War Dogs, you do have TMDK, There's, there are some really good teams in New Japan, and perhaps the strategy is we're just going to make this thing into uh, such a, a powerful unit that anyone who finally beats them is is going to uh, get over in the process. That might be their strategy there, which would be the argument for Bishamon. If uh, if Hikaleo and El Fantasmo are sticking around... Uh, it's a it's a young, new team that could be exciting. And the counter to that is Goto and Yoshihashi have all that equity, and you can take mm-hmm. them away from the titles for a little while, put them in later if you need them, and they're legit mm-hmm. contenders at any point. So there's arguments for to be sure. made on both sides. of this. For Would sure.
2: you guys prefer the title to be defended – both at the same time moving forward or that the IWGP titles are regularly defended in Japan and the strong titles are regularly defended outside of Japan.
0: I I prefer the latter. I think the strong titles would be great in in all cases. I I like the idea of the strong titles being the ones that come over to the United States and the IWGP titles being mostly in Japan. I love the idea of Julia defending her title at Battle in the Valley But I would like that combined with Mayu Iwatani defending hers on the big pay per views of New Japan. That Mm -hmm. would be my ideal situation for that. That's just my opinion.
1: Do the strong titles need to exist anymore?
0: No, I'm not sure. That's the other side. But they're going (laughs) to
2: now that the now that they're tied to AEW.
1: Well, that one like kind of exists. Like kind if if they
2: decide (laughs) that the uh, Eddie Kingston or John Mockley is going to be walking around with three belts. The strong titles aren't going anywhere. If they decide to merge it into one title as a result, mm-hmm. uh, the strong titles are going bye
0: bye. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I one, feel about it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. One singular tag titles for the heavyweight division. You don't need multiple titles. Mm-hmm. I, no, I don't think you need them, but I think that that would be a way it could work. How about that? Sure. Yeah, that, that, yeah, sure, sure. that would be the way it works. Absolutely.
2: <clears throat> hey. Right. Now, my, uh, my, my match, uh, if, if it's not. Uh, Masa and Ishii, it's this match. Yeah, this match. shut up and take
0: my money here. Hiromu Takahashi defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against El Desperado. Uh, and the uh, my thought on this one is just, I'm hoping that it is the crowning moment for Desperado. I think he should be, I've been saying it a while, he is the uh, Black Tiger to Hiro- Hiromu Takahashi's Liger, uh, the uh, Dynamite Kid to his Tiger Mask, whatever you want to say. And I think he needs that signature victory in a singles match over Hiromu. And then these two will be in their own stratosphere because right now Hiromu kind of occupies that space by himself. These two are, we already know that these two are brilliant together. God only knows what they're going to come up with uh, for this match. I can't wait. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy whatever happens. And this one's going to be great.
2: I'm saving my thought for tomorrow, but I'm here for this.
1: (laughs) I think El Desperado is the best junior in New Japan. And I think it's yep. time that he gets that respect. Yeah. As with a true reign as the champion. And he needs to be Hiromu to get that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And their whole story has been for years that Hiromu is the one thing he hasn't been able to get past. And now's the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he even lost his mask, threw his mask away, uh, symbolically ah, during that, that match, and say, I'm 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 still fighting you, I'm not hiding. Uh that was uh, dramatic and 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 properly brilliant and uh, I'm not sure if anything like that's going to happen here. It could, but uh, I, I think that this is his time. I'm just hoping it's Death Space time. Too. I, this is, this I is think
2: where Des- I tell you that Desperado versus John Muckley from this summer was one of my favorite matches of the year.
1: It was mine too. I I think Desperado had his fun in 2023 for a reason, and I think it's because it's now his time to run the division a little mm-hmm. bit.
0: Yeah. And, and we mentioned, too, that Hiromu is a guy who has transcended the junior heavyweight division to the point he doesn't necessarily need to be in it in that uh, he could be he could be an open, uh, never open weight contender if if yeah. Tama Tonga beats him, because he's one of the few juniors that has gone over heavyweights in things mm-hmm. like the New Japan Cup and in other places. And it hasn't looked weird or hasn't been portrayed as some massive fluke or an upset like he's a junior heavyweight that beats heavyweights and so they might have other plans for Hiromu in that sense too and it might be time for Desperado to carry that uh, to carry that uh, mantle so yeah
1: there's also the part though they might want to finally do Naito and Hiromu at anniversary
0: show so yeah yeah that's true that is true yeah. a lot of arguments I mean but that that just shows you how exciting that is that that could go either way here is the rematch of the year Kazuchika Kata and Brian Danielson We can finally get that finish that we didn't get because Danielson broke his arm and they couldn't do all the dramatic near falls they had to improvise. Uh, Okada and Danielson, I don't think a whole lot more needs to be like, Scott, you're just pumping your fist literally right here. You're as excited about this as we are, aren't we?
1: Brian Danielson in the Tokyo Dome. It yes. doesn't get better than that, folks. <laughs> it just doesn't. You don't get two of the best in the world in their primes all that much going head-to-head head at the biggest show of the year. You don't. You just don't. And Danielson is on the run of a lifetime, like the run of any lifetime. I, his Continental Classic run is one of the great tournament runs I've seen. Fantastic stuff. He's beat down, he has one eye. It doesn't matter. He's going in there and he's going to face a man who has made the Tokyo Dome his home, right? Yeah. And it just doesn't get better than this. I don't care who wins. I know Okada's winning cuz if he's not yeah. winning then what the hell are we doing? Right. But man, oh man, am I excited. Like this is this is it for me. Like everyone was so excited about Kenny and Osprey for good reason last year. This this feels like I don't even like, I don't even count the Forbidden Door one. This feels like first time because it's happening in Japan this time. Yeah. And to me, yeah.
0: that makes it bigger. The only thing that can make Danielson's 2024 better is if he gets an Arena Mexico match in there somewhere, too. Like, the, the, right oh, now, he's... He will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. Uh, I, I
2: hope hated so. the Forbidden Door match. There is a very low bar to clear in order for this match to be better than that match. Uh, please join us tomorrow at. 5.30 p.m. Eastern to hear more of my thoughts about this match as we continue <laughs> to dive deeper into it. I'll speak in strong style with Chris Hip. All right. I'm sorry, continue.
0: All right. All right. Well, up next, there's only one. There's only one thing that could possibly uh, follow that one in terms of that. Well, there are two matches that will follow it. But this is an intriguing matchup right here. Just from storyline standpoint, we have the IWGP US-UK Heavyweight Championship three-way matches for a title that is none of those. It's the global championship that's coming out of this. Will Ospreay, John Moxley, David Finlay. Will's going to AEW. Mox is in AEW. Finlay's in New Japan. I don't think that necessarily means Finlay wins this. There, we'll, we'll go into all the arguments here. Scott, which way are you leaning here? Uh, I'll tell you why, very quickly. And, we'll, and again, we'll dive deeper into this. One. I don't think Osprey's winning because I don't understand why you would do the whole thing of changing around the belts if this is just going to be a defense. Plus, he's leaving. Uh, but I do think it comes down to Moxley and Finlay. You could make a really good case for Moxley winning this. And Finlay getting his push with the New Japan Cup later. Uh, but, or you could just go with Finlay if you wanted to uh, make him uh, the global champion and try to push him in that direction. So, to me, you could do something like Finlay challenging Naito later and then getting a push in the cup and not having this global title. Having it on Moxley, and you can do stories with Moxley coming in and out, like when he was the U.S. champion in the first place. Moxley loves New Japan. New Japan loves him. Uh, and so I think that it comes down to these two. I, and I honestly can't decide which way I think it's going to go. Where where, where are your thoughts on it? Battle in the Valley. Yes. Will
1: Ospreay defends the IWGP, glo- sorry, IWGP Global Championship
0: against Kazuchika Okada. You think that's how it's going to go?
2: He already like threw it out there. Like you, you basically teased ticket sales off of a match that if you then do not promise, uh, that is bad for. Him.
0: You don't need the global title for that. If it, if there was ever a match where you didn't need a belt for it, it's that one, right? You
2: no, don't need the belt. But for that. he but he put the title on there. So I am. Yeah. If there's a scenario that I think works really really well here, and if John Monkley taking the pin. But will Osprey stealing the pin from David Finley? Hmm, I think okay. that is a scenario that serves many, many masters. Uh, can set up Osprey and Finley later on. Yeah. Moxley hasn't lost hmm. in five years, so him like there is there is clout to pinning Moxley. And if Finley is in any position to appear to have it in hand, and is stolen from him. It makes him incredibly viable going for a world title contendership moving forward,
0: and just my, and and it, and it could make him just go completely unhinged. Also, you yes. could also play it that way that he just loses his shit. Okay, my, all right, you may my, you may have talked me into that.
1: My last point is they want to make this global title the title that goes around the world. Right? That we talked about it earlier on the show of of coming up in you know guaranteeing your promises that you've made about these championships they didn't do it with the iwgp women's title they haven't done it with you know they haven't done it with all these belts this is the one you have a new shot to do it right feels like it would be doing it right if you had a, a osprey win and defending against okada um and then maybe okada gets that big time reign with this belt to really establish it
0: hmm.
1: i have no idea what the point of this belt is besides having a new name truthfully yeah, I, personally, I would have loved if it was just called Intercontinental. But Me too. As long I, as it I, looks I, good, I don't care.
2: <laughs> frankly, <laughs> the other if I kind of think that if Tanahashi was made president in July, we would be having a different title race.
0: Yeah. Mm. And the other the other thing I just keep going back to is that they didn't want to take the US title off of Moxley to begin with. That was travel issues that did that and a hurricane or uh, a typhoon. So it, this may, may may be a course correction in a little bit of a way in that uh they can get him back to it because they didn't want to take that thing off of him. I think he might may still be the champion, probably not by all the way to here, but uh they didn't want to vacate that thing. That was just something that uh, happened. So uh but it, it it's a testament to uh how interesting this little time is with AEW coming into the Osprey situation, Finlay's ascension to the top of Bullet Club that this match could go about nine different ways, and in in, in, uh, in each of which is interesting in its own direction.
2: That was my that was my quick how would I, I thought this through booking, I'm like, how could you do it? And I feel like that's that's the way that you could do okay. it. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's intriguing. That's an interesting way of doing it there. I my, that was my my only part about uh, Osprey and Okada is it's almost like Okada Danielson and that just put those two in the ring. You don't need yeah. a belt in there, but anyway, uh, here's a belt. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Sonata against Titsu and Naito. Boy, would this crowd leave unhappy if it's anything except a Naito win and a roll call. I don't see them disappointing the crowd to that level. I think you could always make the case back when Naito came close and didn't get it that that is coming. Here it is. I don't think you can depend on Naito's body holding up. I think you got to do it now. Uh, This seems like, like this is the coronation finally. Naito gets everything he wanted, the roll call, the whole thing. Uh, I have a feeling we're getting it on uh, the fourth. That's my thought. Scott?
1: the final run of Tetsuya Naito starts here. Yep. The last big title reign gets the roll call. It feels too right. It, it would it would be wrong to not do this one more time with you know yep. the right way. And yeah. there's nothing. There's very few things in wrestling better than a tetsuya naito main event you saw it in the g1 with osprey and okada back-to-back nights i think he can deliver against sonata there's 18 years of history here that they're going to go on i know people haven't loved the build to the match i know people have wanted sonata to do more but it wouldn't be right if sonata did more Would it? wouldn't be fitting of the sonata character um i think when the bell rings that's when it matters I think Naito shows up, shows out, as he always does, and finally gets that roll call in the Tokyo Dome. I agree with uh, you. I think the, time.
2: the Hinata run has been somewhat of a disappointment, but maybe will uh, help his career in, in the long run that he will have a longer longevity because of a brief time on top. But, uh, you know, frankly, if you were watching New Japan – in 2018, and you saw Tanahashi win the G1, and then you saw him go to Wrestle Kingdom, and then you saw a brief title reign afterwards. Uh, but you got the the major beats of it. I kind of think we're getting something very similar to that with Naito uh, in 2024. So okay. I don't think it's a long title reign. I think it's for the moment, but once the moment, the moment has passed. Uh, we are going to move, be moving on very quickly into overdrive. In the plant 2024 in, in
0: New Japan. I tow, I Yeah, it just feels like, and then they've been they've been doing just in increments. Like the last time he won the title, but he didn't get to do the roll call because Kenta attacked him. It's like, the, oh my god, if that uh, happened uh, again, uh, I will lose my mind. <laughs> well, how about the, how about this? I'm going to roll this out there. I'm going to roll it out to Chris too and see what you think. Does someone try? To interrupt? Do they tease the idea that someone tries to interrupt the roll call and ends up getting run off? I, I, I think I would think that would be funny if somebody tr- slid in and tried to do it, and you know, and then it's they're upended and thrown out, and all right, now we're doing it. I, I, I get it. I would that would make me that would tickle me. That would be funny, but uh, I would be very angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want the roll call. I don't want him to lose it, but I, I, I wonder if they would just tease that somebody's going to come out and interrupt.
1: I think it's fair to have someone like come halfway down the aisle and just be like, "No, no, get away! You get your matches, get away from <laughs> me. Go."
2: <laughs> Xander can jumps out from the audience and uh, stops it, and, and then he finally him. gets it. Then he finally gets inducted.
0: Oh, there you go. Then they bring him <laughs> in and put away. his name in it. How about that?
1: <laughs> Either that, or your
0: surgery absolutely
1: destroys someone on the on the uh, walkway or something. Spears so the shit out of him.
2: <laughs> Scott, we had a uh, we had a super sized episode today, but go ahead and give uh, your plugs out for your show tomorrow and everything going on.
1: Yeah, right here, Fight Game Media Network uh, YouTube channel. I'll be back live one p.m. Eastern to review Stardom Dream Kingdom twenty twenty three. Uh, that show's happening in a few hours, so I'm gonna yeah. be tired. We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter slash X. And that's about it. I'm not plugging
0: everything else. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Jeremy, we will we'll be back tomorrow at our regular time, uh, just on Friday, with Chris Samsa, And we will do a deep dive again on Wrestle Kingdom, talk about all the various possibilities and angles. Uh, it was a supersized show, but this is a supersized week. I mean, I, it was I can't think Kingdom of a
2: Kingdom Side show. Steven. i can't
0: i can't think of anything that i wouldn't have wanted to cut out of this this i think all of this was important to talk about uh it's the best week of the year and uh, i'm so excited that it's uh, starting up very early tomorrow morning
2: are we gonna have four hours of content this week steven i think so
0: I think we could. We, we we tend to go on with Chris. It's it's a lot of fun. So uh, and uh, USV EBA guy is here too. Uh, I would I he oh here's the contrary opinion. I would adore if Sonata wins. I saw the sad Naito fans leaving the dome. It would be great to see it again. That's chaos. a cool turn right chaos. there. Chaos, rape, come on now. That's just a Not chaos. L-I-J, chaos. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> with Jeff.
0: With that in mind, we hope everybody can join us tomorrow. We're going to have a good time with Chris Sampson there. And don't forget the Dream Queendom Review Show with Scott right here on the Fight Game Media YouTube channel. For Scott, for Jeremy, I'm Stephen Conway. Thanks for watching Speaking of Strong Style of the Day. We will see you tomorrow for part two of our Wrestle Kingdom Week preview. We'll talk to you again very soon.